You a hater, hater bear. Like, rate, review, share, worship. Overheard, you know, you said your son made the basketball team. Yep. Nice, nice. Yep. Yeah, let's get some stuff together. I guess we can go ahead and get this thing kicked off. Yep. yep, 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 yep. All right, No Static Podcast, episode 174. I am Dennis, your host. Coop is here. Yup. And LQ is here. Yes, sir. And this is where we at as of right now. Um, how how is everybody? I'm tired of shit. <laughs> I hear that. Like, I get to a point where I'm just like normally around this hour, it's just like it's anything later it's like i'm at that point where it's just okay yeah i'm starting to get to that point where i'm like yeah it's about that time for me to you know get more on the tired side whereas a couple hours early when i'm like i'm ready to pod because we got so much to like talk about all right maybe like well it's time to hit that old dusty trail yeah and it's just like (laughs) that'd be all you think about it's just like yeah you know i'm ready to get i'm ready to go ahead and get through this at this point but we got a good show for y'all, man. We have a good show. Another interesting week. It has been rather eventful. Like it was so eventful to the point where I had I had almost half mind to be like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so much like happening. Like it went from th- all right, Thursday. No, wait, I'm sorry. Thursday, Kanye drink champs. Right. Friday, summer walker. Um Right. Saturday, Travis Scott. Yep. It's like, yo, this is perfect. Like the docket is writing itself at this point. But where where do we want to start? Let's get in the music part, because that's gonna be like the most insignificant part of this entire uh show. Okay, wait, do we wanna because I was gonna see if Jax was gonna, you know, pull up the I mean, I mean and his queen. Uh, <laughs> We can give him the good old 15 minute you late try. You know. Okay. Just just to hold off and before we start talking about his imaginary baby mother. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So we'll go ahead and um we'll go ahead and get in the drink champs, man. Straight up. Drink champs, drink champs. What's also cool is that there's gonna be a um a part two, but it'll be up by the time this podcast is. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, damn, they just giving it to us like it ain't nothing, huh? Nah, for real. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I did felt like I did feel like that week that episode last week was like too short. That's like he could have he could have kept going, but I wasn't I wasn't sure honestly. That's a fair take. Like it's just one of those things where it's, he's he's dropping so many gems, and even with you know the other stuff that he was saying, it's just like yo, he's like loaded with information. So the fact that you know he's the fact that we are getting parts, who is like this is this is what we need. So I'm like on account of like with the whole like thing with him and 
Jay Prince, which I'm sure is a whole other other thing other than what we're talking about. But I oh, that's just some real nigga shit happening. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. Bro, bro listen, as, as a nigga who prides himself on hearing this nigga Jay, Jay Prince speak, the fact that he said nothing at all, I was like, oh, this is a this is a serious moment. You know what I'm saying? And I saw I saw the comments, everybody was like, hey Kanye, blink twice if you if you want help. <laughs> you know, like like the nigga was held hostage. But I'm like, bro, he's been telling y'all for the last four or five years he wanna free this nigga Larry Hoover. So when he actually y'all, does some shit. Can ahead, y'all give me kind of the rundown of it? Because I, I, I saw the drink chance, but I didn't see the joint with him and Jay Prince. I mean, I mean, it was like a 45 second clip. Basically, Kanye was reading off of the Blackberry, you know what I'm saying? And basically calls out Drake and says, Hey, Drake, you know, it's time for us to end in this feud. And I want you to join me on December 7th for a show as we try to free Larry Hoover. You know, Jay Prince is um is standing right next to him. And you know, uh Jay Prince and Drake, they have their own very special um uh relationship or whatnot. Because Jazz Prince, Jay Prince's son, uh, credits himself with the discovery of uh, Drake. And he says he brought Drake to Wayne, you know, just that and the third. <laughs> and um, and everybody was uh, was uh, trying to poke fun at the fact that Kanye was reading off of, the, off of the phone, making an official statement, you know, trying to say that he's some sort of uh, hostage or something. And I'm like, no, that's it. This this is a, a very serious situation that's going on, and Kanye, who is known for going off the rails, is staying on script. And you're not used to seeing it. Mm-hmm. You're not used to seeing Kanye stay on the script, and and I completely get it. But you know, as I was saying to uh, Dennis, um, for the last three or four years, this nigga Kanye been screaming, "We got to get Larry Hoover out. We got to get Larry Hoover out. We got to get Larry Hoover out." So, you know, seeing that on, on seeing the Instagram post, I was like, oh, okay, y'all serious as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to be to be fair at the same time, it did kind of look that way, like slightly. Cause it was just, I don't know what it is. Just some just something about the way like Jay Prince was had that look of and, and, and this is me just saying that for Joe's sake, even though you know it is a serious matter, but but it, he did kind of have that like that stance of you better not fuck up. But that's just like based on like the body language and observation of it. But and 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 don't get me wrong, I understand. I'm old enough and nuanced enough to understand who who Larry Hoover is and what he means, especially to the city of Chicago. You know, but it's almost like had Fred Hampton not been assassinated, would he still be, would he be in prison? And if he was in prison, would he still be in prison? You know, if Malcolm X wasn't assassinated, would he be in prison? And if he did go to prison, would he still be in prison? You know, these these are the things that I think of when you think about a person like Larry Hoover. You know, you know Fred Hampton, um, Huey Newton, you know Asada Shakur. You know the list goes on and on and on and on and on for for people who 
the government deemed too dangerous because even when they were doing wrong, they were still too powerful. Right. But yeah, I mean, in, in terms of um, in terms of you know, drink champs, in terms of that interview, like so much was so much was unpacked in that, and if that's just part one, and I mean, listen, how do we feel about it? It's one of those things where you can't kill the messenger, and well, not that you can't kill the messenger, you can't worry about who the messenger is. You know, and too and too often we we get stuck on the delivery or who is this person saying it. Like, remember when um I, I want to say it was a year after Donald Trump was in office and, and Kanye went to the White House and it was this big old thing about Kanye going to the White House. He was going around everywhere with the red hat, you know what I'm saying? And he he I'm we we talked about it on the show. The nigga the nigga did cool for, for Donald Trump. We all admit we all admitted that, but I'm saying I'm like if you if you paid attention to what the nigga was saying, he was kind of spot on, and I agree. And you know I'm like if you actually don't pay attention to the four or five words that trigger you, shout out to Flame Monroe, um, you kind of like pick up on a whole bunch of jewels. And again, in that same setting, he was talking about freeing Larry Hoover. So to see to see Kanye. On drink chance, I'm like Kanye comfortable as fuck. Like I can't remember the last time we saw a Kanye interview, and the, and the nigga just looked like his shoulders was relaxed. The man was smiling. He was laughing. He was none of the interview looked forced either. It, exactly. Nothing. Nothing about it. Nothing about it. Like you know, no offense to to Charlemagne. But I'm like, you did one with Kanye at the Breakfast Club, and you did a one-on-one with him. You don't none of that that we got out of Drake Champs that he he did with you guys. And I pride um, Charlemagne on being probably one of the best conversationalists in the world. But Kanye did, wasn't like that with him. He was real standoffish. He was real like guarded, real protected. Nori, he was like, "Oh shit, nigga, I'm I'm kicking it with Nori." Yeah, and he was like that in a lot of you know, like a lot of the interviews that we see with him, it's usually like that, or it's usually like more so. It wasn't as laid back, so it was cool to actually get like his personality on a more upbeat level. And I just I found that awesome. Was it? A, was it? Go ahead. Go ahead I was gonna and, say, was it was, was it really an interview or was it just let Kanye talk? Because like definitely I, a, it, a conversation. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a conversation. Was, I don't know if it was an interview. I don't know if Nori I, asked any tough questions. What what I got out of it was Nori didn't have to. Everything you would have wanted to know about Kanye, Nori gave him space because when I <sighs> I keep saying it. I'm like, I'm one of those people who feels like Kanye needs a translator. And the reason why is because I'm like, I think the way his mind works, either A, you got to let him get to it and get to like where his thoughts and his words catch up to each other. Or B, there needs to be somebody who can bridge the gap between what he's thinking and what he's saying. 
And what Nori did was he just let Kanye just go. And to the point where his thoughts and his words caught up to each other. Because the nigga dropped a shit ton of jewels, my nigga. A shit ton of jewels. And, and, you know, I understand that, you know, we all have a love and hate relationship with Kanye. But when a person like that speaks, you got to listen. You know, one of, one, of the com- one of my most favorite conversations with my grandmother is when she told me when she went to go see Malcolm X speak. And she's like, I had to because a person like that who moves mountains with their words, you got to go hear them. Right. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, do we, is there anything that we want to unpack, you know, from the, <laughs> from just the, you know, stuff that he was saying about others? Because they even had, it got to the point where he had like a name drop counter because he was dropping so many names. So years ago, I said this, me and we were talking, and this was back when we was roommates. And Jax, I can't remember if we ever shared this with you. But me and Wayne have a, not a Kardashian theory, but specifically a Kim Kardashian theory. That everybody who gets with Kim Kardashian and then they break up winds up doing better after the relationship is over. Hmm. Reg, think about it. Reggie Bush was with Kim Kardashian, right? After he broke after he broke up, right? He went to the he went to the Lions and broke a thousand yards that season. <laughs> Matter of fact, he might have won the Super Bowl the year the year they broke up. Because people forget that he has he got a Super Bowl with Drew Brees. Chris Humphreys, Chris Humphreys broke up with Kim Kardashian, right? And next year was the NBA's most improved player. On top of that, he made the All-Star team that year. And he made the All-Star team that year. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'm down with it. He show a platinum album. And created a Scooby Bodies and Raycon earbuds after after being with Kim Kardashian. I'm down with um, the Kim Kardashian. I think Ray, I think Kim Kardashian is a product of Ray J. I, I'm down with that. She's a succubus thing. It made sense to me. But I, like, he don't it, want to force her, so I can't really say. Listen, man, Pete Davidson though. Pete Davidson. That's that's like like is that like a that, real? That's thing? what you that's what you took away from that. That's what I'm taking away from Kim. Like Pete Davidson. Like that's a real thing. Wait, hold on, it's hold like on. Jesse... We're not going to do Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. We're not going to do Pete Davidson like that, Jack. I'm doing that nigga oh, like. Oh. That. No, 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 no. First of all, because to, okay. to me, because to me, it makes sense. It makes sense. Jessica Rabbit and Roger Rabbit. Hmm. Uh, I, I see the room agrees. Okay. I, you, might you, know, to, I, you might have to walk us through that one. Okay, so we all saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Word. Right? Classic. Okay, cla- cla- classic uh, movie. Okay. Jessica Rabbit is like this fucking cartoon vivacious goddess. You know, like Whoever drew her drew her so fine. We know she's a cartoon, and niggas still want to fuck. 
Pete Davidson is a corny ass nigga. And if whatever is true, it's basically Roger and Jessica Rabbit. And when people ask Jessica Rabbit, what does she see in Roger Rabbit? All she says is, he makes me laugh. Okay. One, Pete Davidson is not a corny ass nigga. <laughs> Pete Davidson Pete is corny. Pete Davidson is not a corny ass nigga. This bitch was with Chris Humphreys. That's a corny yeah. ass nigga. Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. When every time I call a nigga corny, y'all think I'm dissing him. Nick Cannon is corny. I fuck with Nick Cannon though. I'm not when I say that I'm not dissing Pete Davidson. I'm just saying the nigga's corny. When you say it that way, it's no way to not take it that way. I agree with that. <laughs> it's like I agree with it's that. Like, it's like it's like if I say okay, okay. Yeah. So here's my question. Here's my question: Is Nick Cannon not corny? I mean, I, mean, I want y'all to stop stop me when I stop telling the truth. I mean, okay. the Nick okay. Nick, Can, Nick Cannon corny, corny and Pete Davidson like corny. Jesus. Yeah, like Nick, Nick Cannon kept corny and Pete Davidson corny is two different things. Right. Like Pete okay. Davidson is a whole different level of corny. But my thing, but my thing is, being called corny doesn't mean. Uh, okay, we got we got to get we got okay. Here's a thing for today's episode. It's not an insult if it's true. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, it could be both, though. It could be, you could, you could be insulting somebody and telling the truth at the same time. You could be like, man, you ugly and fat. And that's an insult, and it's true. They could be ugly and fat. So Pete Davidson could be corny. And like... You insult him. Okay. He's actually cool. Oh, all right, hold on. Let, let, all right, let's 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 all right. Let's let's save ourselves some time here. Why are we saying Pete Davidson is corny? And also, let's keep it short because I don't, I, I want to bring this back to Kanye. I don't want this to go too far off. Okay. I mean, it's all, to me, it's about Kanye because the why why the fuck? Okay, Kanye. Okay, so what 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 Q was saying? Kanye got some kind of swag. What whatever it may be. First of all, all that shit is beauty's in the eye of the beholder or whatever. So Kanye got some kind of swag or whatever. Pete Davidson corny as fuck because his 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 swag don't match that of Kanye's. It's not even close. It's not even on the same level. So my thing with Pete Davidson, when I said that about that and Kim, is like, like how you go from Kanye to Pete Davidson? Like it don't make no sense to me. And I don't know, like, what's up with Kanye and not wanting to divorce Kim and all that. I get it. He loves his wife. I'm not, I don't know. You can't really get in a man's mental when it comes to his girl, Will and Jada being a prime example of that. But um, through that interview on Drink Champs or whatever, I just kind of was solidified that no matter what the fuck of what the fuck, Kanye ain't going to leave. Like, it's going to be a tooth and nail type thing with that divorce, but she with Pete Davidson, my guy. Like, that's real. That's not fake. They announced that shit. So now what, Kanye? How you ain't gonna fuck, bitch, on me? <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll get into this whole thing of how I disagree with y'all about this later. That could be its own separate. That could be its own separate thing, honestly. Let, let me ask you the, the more 
How do we do we feel like Kanye being being technically the world's flyest hobo is part of what has helped his mental health? Do you think that his mental health has helped? That that's my question. What this whole yeah. thing, I get what I get what everybody's saying about the quote unquote clarity that this nigga experienced during the fucking interview and blah blah blah. I still think Kanye has a lot going on, bro. And I still think he needs to. I still think he's no, not. No, 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 no. I, I'm not trying to illustrate him as being cured in any way. Well, I don't I'm think asking. you can, can cure. I don't think he's. I don't think. I don't see it. Like, I don't see it. Just because you can sit down with Nori, who Kanye clearly has a comfortable relationship with Nori. So good on Nori for being able to do that or whatever. Just because you can sit down with Nori does not make me feel any better about Kanye than before he sat down with Nori. I still okay. think Kanye is, in, in, is insane. In what way? Okay. I, I feel okay. Like let me let me let me break it down to you. One of the one of the um, it was a quote he said. He was like, "When they when they sit here, they calling you crazy. It's like they want to dismiss you." You know, what I'm saying? I, I can't I can't say the actual quote, but that was like a fucking gem. Yeah. And I was like, damn, how many people have we called crazy? And then later on down the line, we had to be like, you know what? He was right. About what? You know what I'm saying? You, you and, correct on that, too, but about what? Like, what is this nigga not crazy I'm, 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 I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Because earlier, and I'm not sure if you was on when I said this, I said earlier, sometimes we need to stop thinking about who the messenger is and actually get the fucking message. Like, the last two times I've heard Kanye speak, I've came away with something in that nigga's conversation. Now, if that makes me crazy for being able to relate or, you know, thinking of something that's thought-provoking, I'll go ahead and wear that title and die on that hill if I have to. But what what I mean to say this, this guy sitting here sitting here explaining to the CEO of Balenciaga who personally came and picked him up. Okay? We we gotta stop right there. The CEO of this Fortune 500 billion dollar fashion company took it upon himself to personally come and pick you up. He didn't send a car. He personally came and get you. Okay, and he had to sit here and explain to him, "Hey, this is what my pull does for your brand, for your company." He he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'm in a text thread with Jay Z, John Monopoly, you know, and several other people, and I'm telling them, hey, I'm worth more than all of y'all combined.'" And and I'm sitting, I'm like, "All right." If the man is crazy, obviously the shit shit is somehow working. So why why are we calling him crazy? Are we calling him crazy because we don't understand? Are we calling him crazy because whatever it is that he's doing, we don't agree with it? I got it. I figured it out. Okay. The expression goes, a broken clock is right twice a day. Right? Okay. Okay. 
That's the expression. Everybody get that expression. Y'all smart as fuck. I ain't getting into it. Numbers. So, so, so with that expression being said, I'll take you to a book. Um, and it's, it's a fictional character, but I'll take you to a book. A book, not the movie. The movie, if you've seen the movie, you kind of get this. But if you read the book, you really will get this. Um, the book is Silence of the Lambs, right? Um, the, character, the character of Hannibal Lecter is a fucking genius while simultaneously being an insane, crazy psychopath, right? On so, top of that, he's a cannibal. And it, exactly. So my thing with Kanye, you know, of course, he's not killing nobody or nothing like that. That's not what I'm saying. But that's, that's how I feel about Kanye. The Valenciaga and the business Kanye and the things that Kanye do business structure-wise and, and, and music-wise because the nigga is the prince of our generation type shit, right? That's all true. None of that stuff is false, what, you, what y'all saying. But, like, a functioning human also needs to function on a social and acquisition level. And he's either A, which I know this isn't true because he it, it's a post-traumatic uh, mental illness is what he has. He's either A, autistic, or B, he has post-traumatic mental illness. And functioning socially matters too. And he can't socially function. Because, yeah, the coon and shit, blah, blah, blah. Niggas cool, B. That's going to happen. It happened all the time. But it's the manner of which he went about the cooning. It's the manner of which he goes about his social aspects. Britney Spears has that shit, too. Britney Spears, if you look at original Britney Spears versus Britney Spears when she got her kids taken, she has post-traumatic mental illness. Kanye West, West is the same way. Britney Spears still is a great musical talent and all that other stuff. She's also post-traumatic, mentally ill. My thing is, we're trying to have one without the other. The interview was amazing. It was a great interview. Kanye did drop gems and all of that. And at the same time, while I was listening to the interview, I was like, this nigga's still crazy. Right, that's, Let that's me ask you this, Brad. Let me ask you. Let's get a little bit more, a little bit more detail. Well, what specifically did you hear that made you go, "This nigga's still crazy"? It's I don't. Okay, how do I put this? It's not because the, the first of all, it's it's a part two coming, right? Yep. Because the shit was so long, bro. <laughs> I guess that's the theme of the week: shit being too long for me. But the shit was so long, I can't even go back and think and specify a specific moment, but it was a few things he said in general, just the mannerism of what you said it. And th- like anytime a nigga be like, oh, they calling me crazy, but I ain't crazy. I'm really a genius type shit. I, all, that automatically put up a red flag for me because I'd be like, oh, this nigga crazy and he don't want to be called crazy. And then like the, the name dropping thing was cool and all that, right? When a nigga contradict itself, Kanye do this a lot, y'all. A lot on a lot of subjects. When a nigga constantly contradict themselves, it's something wrong. I talk to y'all niggas on here every week. We talk all week on the guys thread. And we're pretty much, whatever our stance is on something, that's our stance. We can be convinced to change our minds because we're not closed-minded. However, whatever our stance is, that's pretty much our stance. So with Kanye, He'll, in one motion, have two stands. He'll say, yeah, um, you know, Soldier Boy the Future, but I ain't put him on my album 
because his verse was trash. And I know that he's specifically talking about that verse in general, but it's it's a wider spectrum than that. I'm just like, nigga, what are you talking about? He the future. The nigga old, the nigga been around since you've been around. It's not no like it's I don't know. The nigga just be contradicting himself a lot. He did that shit when he was with Trump. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Remember, and I'm just I'm using this obviously as some sort of analogy. I want to say this is probably me and Wayne talking. Jack, you may or may not have been on this episode, or we may or may not have like been hater bear at the time that I said this. But I told somebody basically that I was like, yo, we won't ever really truly. Some of us will, but for the mo- the mass majority of citizens in this country won't be really be able to discern whether or not Donald Trump did a good job in office or not. And people was like, why? I was like, because he's so polarizing that how you feel about him eclipses anything he does, whether good or bad. And also tints anything he does, whether good or bad. It's a situation like if you fall down, and the nigga that you feel like is a fuck nigga is the nigga that offered his hand to help you up. Even though this is a helping hand and you know it's a helping hand, it's from a fuck nigga. So you feel this helping hand that somehow a fuck nigga's helping hand. And don't get me wrong, technically that is what it is. But in that moment, it's just a person trying to trying to assist, essentially. Um, that's not me going so far as to assume sincerity. That's just saying like in that moment, having something presented to you from a source that you already feel a certain way about. And I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I think if Kanye was still talking the way he talks, but the Trump shit had never happened, we wouldn't be so quick to dismiss him. What happened is Kanye ultimately committed a cardinal sin in our culture that we don't really openly just say that's why everything he says has that tinge to it. And that cardinal sin was like, my nigga, you cooned on a scale that we feel is unacceptable. And because you did that, no matter how great you are and no matter how much you are part of the culture, we'll never realistically take this kind of scarlet letter we put on you for that. And so because of that, anything Kanye says, even if it's right, Kanye can come out and just essentially say, hey, y'all, you know, real quick, y'all, one plus one is two. And because he, it's him saying it, we'll just say, oh, they're no crazy-ass Kanye again. But that's not crazy. Right. One plus one is fucking two. It's, it's just that because Kanye said it, even regardless of how he said it or what caused him to say it, it doesn't change the fact that what he said is accurate. And so I think what winds up happening is, if, like I said, if this was still like pink polo teddy bears, high top sneakers, Kanye saying the same things, just in that voice, we will be looking at it like, oh, damn, Kanye, that shit is fucking <laughs> revealing. But because he's post-coonery Kanye, we can't, we won't accept anything he does. Kanye can come out right now and be like, yo, y'all, I'm Wyoming, y'all, I finally built like, you know, cars that basically don't need gasoline and I'm only giving them to black people. And as dope as that sounds, we would be like, look, we niggas, I can see niggas now in the comments like, look at this crazy ass thing you talk about, talk about nigga friendly energy efficient cars. Don't nobody want no nigga friendly energy efficient cars. And that's the, but that's the truth. Even though what he's talking about is dead ass like spot on. It's and the same. Nigga friendly energy efficient. It's okay. true, but, but like no offense, bro. 
like I, I'm gonna give you, I'll give you the I'll give you the opposite side of the spectrum just to show you like how what how accurate I believe this is. No matter what he does, no matter how generous or philanthropic he comes off or does or or action he takes, no one will ever 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 take anything from Fifty Cent without that fit of this nigga's planning to fucking like do some crazy fucked up shit to me and destroy my career from this shit. Like, it's, it's, it's 50. As much as you would like to be like, damn, bro, 50's just really looking out for niggas and trying to get niggas on. It's 50. It's, you can't, you almost can't, bro. You, ever since that nigga did what he did to John Wall, because that nigga effectively ended that nigga's music career. I don't care what niggas say. He very effectively and very, very potently capped that nigga. Put the, bro, that nigga was skyrocketing and that nigga, 50, he showed up in that nigga John Wall's life and built a glass ceiling. And like, that, yeah, that I think that right there is what what and what you just said because I definitely want to um pinpoint what you said about the fact that Kanye is who Kanye is now that took away from the energy of us even you know talking about the interview because I thought it was well not interview I say conversation for the sake of you know using my words but I thought it was a good conversation like I enjoyed it like it it didn't feel like a long winded conversation like even in those two hours because of the fact that it's like is because it was the fact that it's like I in this in this can be difficult for for people for some people and I understand it but I removed the antics and when I did that I realized and, and you know, with somebody like Kanye, sometimes it's hard to do that. But I didn't really think about it about it as the same person that was on the TMZ interview and was like, "Slavery Same. was a choice." I left that where that was, and I brought it to here, like in present day. So it was a different experience for me because of that. Like I found entertainment in just him. It felt like it felt like he was being him in a sense. No, but and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, let me bring it a little closer to home that are like instead of 50 Cent. Because don't get me wrong, 50 Cent's a good example, but that's like a negative, like more everybody's afraid of 50 Cent. So it's hard to not take anything he does, not you know, kind of with this like air of precaution, like, all right, my nigga, 50, you you helping me, but why? A prime example would be our relationship with Summer Walker and with minus Shaq's. Cause, yeah, mine, mine is me. I love that. <laughs> because no matter, like, here's the thing: no matter what you say, no matter what you fucking do, no matter what happens, no matter what, like, fucking decorated or accredited scholar comes out, nobody on this planet Earth will be able to convince that nigga LQ that that, that Summer Walker is not fucking. We just not. It's not going to happen, bro. Like you got, I, bro. <laughs> bro, let's, All right, let, let, let's hold that till we get to the summer walker. Right? I don't want right, to say all that to say that because of that, anything she do, anything she do, kind of comes like, yeah. Like, but like, but like, no, but no, let, let me let me go ahead, let me go ahead and, and interrupt you, like Kanye did Taylor Swift. Nice. Thank you. This is what I mean by sometimes we need to forget who the messenger is 
and received the fucking message. Dead ass serious. One of the quotes that he literally said was, we don't own stocks. We don't own land, but we own braids. Now, we can pinpoint the one or two people that we know that's buying up some acres, the one or two people that we know that's like real good at, at, at the stock exchange and the foreign and the foreign exchange and the crypto shit. But it ain't a it ain't a mob of us. It ain't a mob of us that own that shit. Um it was me, you, uh B on on our little group message today. And I sit here and said, hey, I'm reading this article and they're talking about how the state of Illinois made a billion dollars in the cannabis industry. But there's no black owned um there's no black owned cannabis dispensaries in the state of Illinois. Whose fault is that? And I told y'all how I felt about that. I think that's that's our fault. Y'all know what's going on. And you mean to tell me not one of you niggas in the state of Illinois picked up a book, network, you know, filled out some forms, built up some capital, and got you a dispensary. None of you niggas did that, but y'all, but y'all steady buying weed. Come on, bro. You know how crazy it is to think that not one nigga in jail stopped doing dips to just be like, you know what, my nigga, let me go ahead and establish the business when I get out of here. I just want to point out that weed dispensaries are hard to obtain by African Americans on purpose, and that legalization of marijuana has not helped African Americans at all in any way, shape, or form, even with arrest. It definitely hasn't helped us on the financial end of things because less than one percent of dispensaries are owned by African-Americans and it hasn't helped us on the arrest side of things because what happens is federal charges for marijuana still exist. So when niggas get arrested, if the state law does not show that niggas should be arrested for possession of marijuana, the police departments, these local jurisdictions are just charging niggas with felonies instead. That's not here nor there, but I just felt like I, because of my knowledge on that, I had to let niggas know. Um, Jax. I'm just, I, I, I feel Jax. you. I feel you, Jax. But, Jax. but Jax, my nigga, and you, 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 hey, you, you know, you know, me and LQ, lo- me and LQ love you, my nigga. I love you, my nigga, because you are you, my nigga, that you one of my niggas that as hope for every bit of hope you put out in the universe, you keep the, the, the balloon string and keep yourself tethered to the ground. But my nigga, if you ever rain on the weed parade like that again, my nigga, which in fucking knowledge. I swear to God, my nigga. Nigga, I know it's hard. You my I, nigga. I, I promise no, you, my nigga. nigga. That's, my nigga, that's like if you walk in the room and I'm about to fucking smash Amber Rose, my nigga, and you're like, damn, Coop don't know that that bitch got an overbite. My nigga, you let me fucking fuck out. You don't fucking stop shit, nigga. You're like, Coop, that bitch got an overbite. Well, then, my nigga, just, just side to side, well, she can do the fucking pit bull thing, my nigga. She got a lot of other fucking holes and possibilities, my nigga. Don't you come in here and fucking say I'm just saying, yeah, niggas should demand federal don't mandated no uh, uh, decriminalization of marijuana. It's the only way it's going to actually help niggas. Otherwise, I don't care because um, I'm not in the business of helping. Um, what is it? Um, rising tides float all boats. I ain't in that business, nigga. I want to float the I want to float the nigga boat because our shit is at the bottom of the ocean. Um, I will say this about Kanye real quick before we move on from the Kanye thing. I feel like that's a good analogy of the polarization. I also feel like Dennis had a good point about separating the antics from the message. And I think Q, that was your overall thing too. Um, I will yeah. say, I will say this though. Um, as a polarizing person, y'all niggas like me, so y'all may not see me as polarizing. However, Q, I know you done known me a long time, longer than these niggas. 
you know for a fact, either a nigga really hate oh, me. Oh, or, niggas or, call you crazy. Yeah, either a nigga really hate me or a nigga really like me. There ain't no in-between with me. Like, that's that's just fact or whatever. As a nigga that's also polarizing, I'm going to use Tim Tebow as an example or whatever. Tim Tebow is a very polarizing figure, okay? Very. Like, niggas don't mediocre feel about Tim Tebow. Either a nigga really loved Tim Tebow like me because he was my quarterback and I like the nigga because I met Tim personally and shit like that, or you really hate Tebow because he beat your team and he's, oh, Jesus nigga, whatever, whatever. But regardless of all that, there is no denying the facts of what Tim Tebow is, was, and has done. That same thing applies with Kanye. Okay, there's no facts of denying what Kanye is, was, or has done, or whatever. However, Kanye is very polarizing. Kanye's polarization, though, came at a later date because Kanye... Like you said, uh, cool. The 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 nigga with the with the with the sweaters and the backpacks that was on Dave Chappelle with Common, dropping a song that should have been a number one hit song that he never made a studio version of, or whatever. That nigga, that nigga there, like he wasn't polarized. Everybody loved that nigga, right? The nigga that's polarized. Everybody loved that nigga, bro. When that nigga dropped the food on Dave Chappelle, bro, that was to me that was the ultimate cups of like who Kanye was. And if you listen to College Dropout, and I think I've stated on this show, I think it's a perfect album. I think College Dropout is like a top five all-time hip-hop album, in my opinion. And if you listen to what the niggas say on there, from Jesus Walks to All Falls Down to, to Slow Jams to everything this nigga say, the niggas talking about mad genius shit. He's mad pro-black. Even if you are the bands, you're still a nigga in a coupe. That's a, exactly. That's why that line low key is years ahead of itself. Right, it's years ahead. But this is where this is why my thing with Kanye. This is why for me personally, it's hard for me to accept or separate the antics from the nigga because a nigga that say if even if you in a biz, you still a nigga in the coop. That's a deep at bro. That's like I quote that shit on a. I quote that shit all the time. Like it's one of the greatest quotes of all time. How in the fuck do you turn around and pull off the red cap over office shit? The, the, it can't be the same nigga. It's because two different it people. Same, it is the same thing. for that same, 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 same reason, because, bro. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because yeah. that same nigga, that same backpack wearing nigga told y'all George Bush don't love black people. And then that same backpack wearing nigga went in the over office and said, hey, if you want to help the black community, we need to bring manufacturing back to America. He was like, he, he's like, there's no reason. And I said it on this show. I sat there and said it on this show. I said, I hate to admit it, but he's right. He said, there's no reason why the president of the United States, why anything that he's wearing on his body should say anything else other than made in America. And I said, God damn it, he's right. I hated to admit it. I hated to admit it, but he was right. And but but the problem was y'all couldn't see past the cooney because the cooney was too exponentially high, meeting, my guy. And everything that he said, and everything he said in that in that in that yay um in that nori conversation, I said, "Fuck, he's still the same guy." Now whether you like how he got there, that's that's debatable. I don't know, that's man. Debatable. 
I debate. But if just like how you sat guy. there three weeks ago, three weeks ago we sat there, sat here and talked about Colin Powell, and you said, "Damn, he was all of our granddads." Whether whether we agree with his stance on on politics or not, he was like, "This is who Colin Powell is, was, and has always been." Always been right. At the but Colin at Powell the, stands the end on of, what he believes in. At the end of the day, because nobody sat there and said shit about Jim Brown. Who was sitting right next to Kanye? Ooh, y'all let Jim Brown it's, it's just slide. Bro, I about to say, except the niggas on bro. Y'all, y'all let him slide. Y'all go listen to that episode where we talk <laughs> shit about Jim Brown. It was magical. Um, Tank <laughs> might have dropped some shit about Jim Jim Brown. Well, if niggas go back and listen to it, they probably stop liking Tank because nigga put Jim Brown in the dirt. So <laughs> I will say this: that nigga, I, said yeah. the, that nigga said some wild shit about Jim Brown. Yeah, bro, because the nigga was right next to Kanye. We was like, this nigga was here too. You can get it too, nigga. Because like, my thing is, Q, I agree with you. And I agree with what Kanye say. A nigga should say it made in America. However, Trump shit was made in China. And not only was it made in China or whatever, yeah, we got to bring manufacturing jobs and all that shit back or whatever. But like, I don't like ignoring the 800 pound Godzilla in the room when Trump's first 23 things that he did was reverse shit of, of what Obama did. And of those 23 things, 16 were to help black students or African-American students or black people. So like, when when you gonna confront a nigga about that? I don't wanna see you singing and dancing with a nigga like, oh yeah, we need to bring back manufacturing jobs. We need to protect African-American students too. Yeah. And the first thing that he repealed hey, was the Josh, African-American student protection. You're literally telling me that you're mad because the president of the op- <laughs> of the opposite party got in office and undid the shit that he didn't like that the last president of the opposite party did. Because the same thing when Joe Biden got in office, the first thing he did was all the shit that Donald Trump did that he didn't like, he got rid of that shit. Yeah, but for niggas, because we not, niggas, because we niggas, I'm sorry, niggas, I'm we sorry, you're not, on you're not shit. telling me, you're not telling me something that every other president has I done. I let him slide. Because when Ronald Reagan did it, y'all was mad. When Bill Clinton did it, y'all was mad. When George Bush did it, y'all was mad. When, when Barack Obama did it, y'all was mad. You know what I learned? Y'all niggas is mad. That's what I learned. If If Donald Trump if Donald Trump wanted to repeal some kind of federal funding for some kind of road maintenance or like cranes or tractors, I'm cool with that. But as a black man who has a black child, regardless of what a nigga did last time, this and that, sometime a president get it right. Every president repeals the opposite party's thing. I agree with that, my nigga. But sometimes they get it right. And I'm going to give Joe Biden a shout out. And I was just shitting on him earlier talking to somebody about this nigga. But I'll give him a shout out. Because certain things Donald Trump signed into the place was a good idea. And he did not repeal them, including the Chinese tariffs. You ain't heard nothing about the Chinese tariffs being lifted. You know why? Because they're not fucking going nowhere. (laughs) Right. Because Joe Joe Biden didn't repeal them. But as a nigga, but though, yes, Q, this, as this a nigga, I mean by how are we not going to stand up against him? But hold on, Q. How are we not going to stand up as niggas, again, regardless if it was another party or not? We have black children. Donald Trump's first thing he repealed hurt black children. It wasn't about party. 
And when they asked Trump, why are you repealing this thing that we know for a fact statistically help African-American children reach graduation? Why are you repealing this? And his response was, because it's racist to white kids. I can't defend that shit. It's not about politics. It's not about parliament. I'm not asking you to defend it. And we also ain't saying shit about the fact that the man passed a bill that gave $2 billion to HBCUs. He didn't. That was Trump. No. That was Trump. But I ain't seen niggas skipping and dancing to that shit. But wait. We gotta stop paying attention to the message. But the HBCU Stop paying bill, attention to the messenger. That's all I'm on. But Q, the HBCU bill is fake. It's false. The HBCU bill had already been congruent and in the works before Trump got in office. And then when Trump got in office, he signed it. It's just like with Obama, with the fucking um, the stimulus that went to Bank of America and Wells Fargo and shit, where he gave them a bailout. Everybody blames Obama for giving them bailouts. The bailout was put in place by George W. Bush. Yeah, but back when AIG went down. Right. Wait, wait, and wait, wait, what, what, what happened hold is hold Obama up. sustained it. Because I'm, I'm going I'm to have, have to do the one thing I never thought I'd do on the show. I'm going to have to quote Tame. I don't give a fuck about who did it, who, who, who brought it up. <laughs> I want, who the fuck did it? Who did it? But you're going to, okay, so what are you going to, it depends on what Who's, you want to do. Whose signature is on the bill? Who's signature on the bill? Is is Donald Trump? Signature is on the bill. It's Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump. That, but that's how, who did it? But how, that's who did it? So we giving niggas credit. I just want to get this before we move to the next thing because I ain't gonna I ain't gonna bog it down. We're I just want to make sure that we're giving niggas credit for signing papers, but his people doing no research or pushing the agenda. And by the way. The HBCU bill that got the two billion has now been reduced to forty-eight million, and everybody blamed Joe Biden. However, you know the nigga that put the bill through to reduce it to forty-eight million? It was Donald Trump. The only difference is Joe Biden did the same thing that Trump did. He just went ahead and signed off on the bill because it was attached to all this other shit. And if he would have not signed off on it, all this other shit would have got fucked up. That's what these niggas do to each other. But the only difference is Trump's the first president in history to be like, nigga, give me credit for what these other niggas did. Nobody else ever brought that shit up. And we like, yeah, nigga, he rocking with the HBCUs. No, he not. Because he reduced that shit right back down to 48 million real quick. But niggas don't want to, but now niggas like, oh, Joe Biden cut our funding. No, he did not. Donald Trump cut your funding in 2019. Go look that shit up. Donald Trump cut your funding in 2019. The bill went into a place in, in 2020. A nigga write a bill a year before a bill gets signed sometime. And then Joe Biden just signed off on the bill because if he was said, I'm not signing off on this bill, a whole infrastructure and the government would have shut down. So he had to sign off on the shit. But yet, niggas like, yeah, Trump gave us $2 billion. He reduced it. He could at least reduce it to $1 billion. He reduced the shit to $48 million. That ain't no money, as Rocco would say. That's crazy. Fuck Trump. Fuck Kanye West. Y'all niggas got me in the mood. Fuck Tank. I love Q. You all right, Q. I'm not going to say fuck you. <laughs> but, 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 but fuck Jim Brown. Fuck all them niggas. For real, because I don't what have, you got, like, okay. I, I want to get so deep into what you got against Jim Brown because I'll we'll do it another day. We'll do it another day. Yeah, we'll do it another day. The other thing is, but let's let's talk about things that Kanye said that was accurate, my nigga. Yo, why are we acting like he tripping for what he said about Soldier Boy? 
I don't think he's wrong about what he said about Soldier Boy. The only thing I brought up about what Soldier Boy thing was his mental capacity. When niggas tend to contradict themselves within a sentence, something is wrong. That's all I'm saying about Kanye. I'm not saying that. Listen, like bro. Said, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say some really wrong. I must be honest with you, my nigga. The, the statement not wrong. His mental capacity is wrong, though. When nigga, you contradict I'm gonna be yourself, you. you're wrong. If his, if his mental capacity let him know that Soldier Boy verse was trash, <laughs> I'm not willing to say that his mental capacity is wrong either, my nigga. Nigga, Clear. I just went to the Clear. Millennial Tour. I just went to the Millennial Tour on um, Sunday night, nigga. Let me tell y'all niggas something, okay? First of all, the, the first of all, nigga, the fact of like the Millennial Tour that I went to, the 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 artists were Sammy. Uh, which, by the way, Sammy got some fire as a, as a grown nigga. I don't know about his young shit, but his grown shit, fire. Sammy, Lloyd, uh, Yin Yang Twins, Young Draco, Ashanti, um, fucking uh, Blue Star, fucking Pleasure P and the boys, whatever the fuck they name is. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky, yeah. Omarion minus B2K, which is, he should never, and Bow Wow. Okay, out of that, historical group of artists or whatever, regardless of what they were big for and how they were big, whatever. And as a historical group of artists, when it, it's something to be said about what make a crowd bop, okay? Soulja Boy ain't never been able to rap. Ever, never, ever. Ever, never, ever. Ever, ever, never, ever. But when Yon Draco came out that backstage with his fucking cocaine body, my guy, I have never seen so many mid-30s niggas get turned all the way up. And I found myself during Omarion set and during motherfucking Pleasure P set saying, bring back Draco. Bring Draco back out, this bitch. Because, nigga, he had it turned in that bitch. I won't say, like, his new shit, like the Rick and Morty shit, that ain't really how niggas going. But, nigga, when Pretty Boy Swag came on, nigga, you would have thought, nigga... Was bro, you would have thought it was y'all was on the hill again, nigga. My nigga. <laughs> my nigga, can I can I take a side note? I want to share something with y'all, my nigga, about how secretly I think black women hate our happiness, bro. Come through, come through, because I'm with you on this one. I hope y'all seen the video. I share it to the thread. Go ahead and come through. <laughs> so, I bought tickets to go to that concert. For Alex's birthday, because being when we was born, we know that those artists are pivotal in our in our development and growing up. So I figured had us go to the concert, you know, see the joints, and I and I knew that you was going to go to one of my other homes. I was like, oh, bro, I'm gonna be, I she gonna get to meet Jax. We go kind of going with him. Hopefully, I can swing backstage passes. I was very much excited about this. Don't you know this nigga went to sleep and we never made it. <laughs> wow, that's unacceptable, sir. Nigga, I'm gonna tell you how bad it was, my nigga. Almost immediately, like once it, we was like at that point of no return, where there was no way for us to make the 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 trip from here to there with you know good enough time, fine parking, and all that shit. You start like posting pictures and shit, and everybody else who like I didn't even know was going hella people like I went to school and it's like yeah, bro, we all here, bro. Niggas is like, yeah, my nigga, I was my nigga, I was on death row, but they told me I could get out early just because this shit was happening. Like, niggas, this shit was insane, nigga. And so she was just like, she like she gave me like the sorry, but it it wasn't sorry. I'm just gonna point out, nigga, I went to the millennial tour because um 
Brandy, nigga, it's, who nigga, it's a good concert, nigga. Well, <laughs> bro, like Brandy, it is. Who, I went to the one last year. It, bro, and that's what I was gonna say. I would have never went, but Brandy, who's Ashley, who passed away, um, best friend, had got Ashley the tickets a week before she passed away for her birthday. Mm-hmm. So, um, which we saw. She, shout out, shout out, Brandy, bro. Yeah, good. Like, yeah, she didn't want. She didn't want to go alone. She felt like it was gonna be too much for her. So, you know, I say, I got you. I'm be, I, I'll be your rock, nigga. I'll come. And then she then dropped it on me like, hey, we're gonna get shirts made with Ashley face on them and get some a picture and see if we can get Bow Wow to take a picture with um Ashley's picture or whatever. Little did I know Oh, y'all took it back to 2004, my nigga. Yeah. And little did I know that um she had bought meet and greet passes too. Um, for Ashley, so we got to actually go back and meet Bow Wow and Omarion. I'm gonna say this real quick, and I know it's kind of irrelevant to what we talk about, but nigga, I mean, it's miniature. Th- th- they are miniature. That's 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 fact. But let me say something, nigga. I my thought process of them before this weekend, bro. Like I didn't have negative connotations for them, but I thought it was just famous niggas or whatever. Them some it's stand right, up. It's safe to say that you just didn't respect them niggas. Yeah, but them some, <laughs> I respect them niggas, bro. Them some stand up niggas because let me tell you, bro. The rules was you can't bring shit back there in the area to take pictures with them, and they was using a COVID as an excuse, like you can't bring your cell phone, can't bring nothing. The security and all that shit was trying to keep us from bringing Ashley Pitcher into the room with Bow Wow, right? So as we're doing that and trying to bring Ashley Pitcher in or whatever. Um, Bow Wow peeps what's going on. He's like, what's up? Let him in. So he, they let us in. We explained to Bow Wow what the situation is. And as his handlers, because you're only supposed to take one person at a time pictures with these niggas, right? As his handlers basically are trying to split up our group so we can't take the picture, Bow Wow says, give me the picture. We're going to take the picture with your girl. We honoring your girl. And Omarion about that too. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all move back. Y'all move back. That I respect niggas for shit like that, bro. Because number yeah, one, you ain't, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that. You bro. ain't got to do that. Boys, bro. We, yeah, Amari, we, we know you a coop got beef, bro. It's cool, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not beef if I won, nigga. He lucky I wasn't in the same city as that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think I was taking my girl to the concert? I was showing up on site that nigga. Yo, for real. But the nigga, but I respect all that. But going to the concert, I never exactly. went. After you I went. I gotta say, my nigga, I enjoy almost like eighty percent of that shit. Yeah, that ass serious. When they first did the Millennium Tour, my wife convinced me to go. We went to the one in L.A. and with the exception of that nigga Mario, and it was like two other acts. That entire show was lit as fuck, bro. Who could go versus them niggas? Because I'm I'm ready for it. I need it now. I need it now. Yeah. Believe it or not, I want to see it against either A, Field Mob. Nah, Field Mob ain't going to smoke. They're going to get smoked. I know people people think think that, but I'm going to be honest with you, my nigga. If if they allowed to play that nigga Sean J Gangster Girls, my nigga, I'm he in there. (laughs) Because that shit. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) If if they allowed to do Sean J's. Sean J's Gangsta Grills, then yeah. But no, number two, my nigga, I can believe it or not. I think I think them and Goody Mob is a good match, too. 
it's a different vibe though, man. Like Goody Mob, yeah, yeah but it's a different vibe. Yin Yang is some feel good shit. Goody Mob is like nigga. Shit, you better get up, get out, and do something. I understand people want to see Goody Mob go against like the roots. Yeah. But if I had to th- but think about it, bruh, what would this what would hit the hip hop sound of the South be without Goody Mob? True. But man, Yin Yang, bro, Yin Yang, the, the um, listen, man, Yin Yang make exactly. the music that the new the music that Yin Yang make, bro, is like soul food music, bro. Like it's like their music, bro. It, it listen, it transcends time, bro. The shit came out twenty years ago, and like like you said, bro, the instant that but that's all the nigga had to hear. And then, bro, as soon as the safe to say that him versus Lil John is a better, a better versus, how they gonna do a versus? They right. all together. Not all of they shit. Well, then a lot of they shit. Majority, yeah. <laughs> majority. I yeah. honestly think I, I think Phil and even though Phil Mob won exactly win that, I do think that's a, a good matchup. Just because they a both matchup, provide yeah. the same source mm-hmm. of like. Like the same Feeling. vibe all same around. Vibe, like, yeah, that's still like, 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 And don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, bro. I love Fillmore. I do. Yeah, they get like, smoked. But seven, eight songs max. They get smoked. Even if you a Fillmore head, like me and Gerald, y'all not. Q know me and Gerald, we feel mob heads. Nigga, we used to pull up <laughs> every party in Jacksonville. My child had done cut me loose. We we bump and feel mob or whatever, right? It's, it's not it's not even that. It's like rent 30 days late, gotta be gone but sad. Like if you oh seven, eight songs max, bro. Yeah, they're not making it, bro. I'm gonna have they, me a midnight snack. I smoke it, a kid with my mom and the path is still. Still not happy. My head's still napping. Making legal money though the feds trying to trap me. Listen, okay. let me ask, let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all. Does it does it have to be does it have to be a duo or a group that they go against? No, no, fine. No. How I don't have okay, to be. I because I y'all and y'all can tell me if I'm off or not, but do you think that Yin Yang Twins versus Trick that it would be a good one. Oh, nigga, I was just thinking that. that's the one. That's the one. That's no, the one. Then is that the is, one? Because Cause, cause that's trick, the one. That's the one. And I was gonna say, I was gonna say maybe the Hot Boys, and I mean not Master P Hot Boys. I was gonna say Cash Money Hot Boys because at this point, mm. like nigga, you have to respect how big of a deal Yin Yang is. So trick that is perfect because the nigga is a big deal Southern wise too, and he got that same type of vibe with music or whatever. So my nigga, that's it's close. Only, trick might my, win that. That's the yeah, my nigga. It's only fair to have Yin Yang go against, hands down, the the fucking greatest group of all hip hop time in the South, my nigga. A group that fucking transcended, my nigga. Smiles and South Star, my nigga. This nigga, wow. (laughs) Boom, nigga. Boom, nigga. Nigga, wow, bro. Nigga, I'm talking about. I'm not finna listen to tell me what you think is going on 20 times. Yes, nigga. Yes, nigga. Yes, nigga. The niggas who tried to to make a gutter song about Orlando. Them niggas. (laughs) 
You might as well I'm gonna let you know something, my nigga. I know some niggas from Orlando, and them niggas thugs. Legit. But I'm gonna be honest with you, my nigga. Smiles and South Star at at the right age of 13 had me thinking, you know what, my nigga? Let me just go to Orlando and rob a couple people, my nigga. I come up. Nigga, ain't ain't Kodak from Orlando? No. I thought it was like a I thought that nigga was from Orlando. No, No, nigga, Kodak from the same place that Lobo from. You you mean this nigga, yeah. All right. Um that that shit hit y'all lick. Yes, okay, my nigga. Jax, you better go ahead and say everything you gotta go ahead and say now, my nigga, because you know me and this thing is up here. In. You know we've been over here, my nigga, just heating this pan, my nigga. Go ahead. <laughs> are we on the Summer Walker thing? Oh, yeah. you know we yeah. are, my nigga. <laughs> okay, so I listened to the Summer Walker album mm-hmm. three, three times. Mm-hmm. You listened um, to it three times? Yeah, because when, when Dennis posted... First of all, I have been delaying listening to it because you niggas have done a good job with making me hate my my boo. Like y'all made me hate her. And I I've I, I regret that. And I have put my shrine back up today and I, you know, prayed to the goddess that is Summer Walker. And um like, okay, I listened to it three times. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Bitch don't miss. This nigga don't miss. This nigga don't miss. The nigga don't miss. The shit fire. Okay, what y'all said earlier, like y'all was saying with, with, with Kanye, take who giving the message away and just listen to the album and then formulate an opinion from that. The album itself, I would say it's, a, it's like an A. I was gonna, I was gonna give it like a, a, a B plus, but the cut with Omarion, I really like a lot. Um, and then I'm listening to the one cut with um, damn, I can't think of her name on it. And but she just randomly has, yeah, with, and she just randomly has some shot a horns on that bitch. I'm like, you know, who the fuck produced this? Why is there random horns on this motherfucker? Her, ba- her then, baby daddy London. Then, then you have motherfucking the Neptunes on the shit, and and I was just bro, like to me, it's an A minus, it's, it's it's like an A minus album, bro. The shit, the shit is. The shit pretty good. I will say this though. If you're gonna have 20 sets on your cut or whatever, I remember when Dennis dropped his his album and he was talking about he don't want to hold a nigga. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't wanna have you too long. If you're gonna have 20 sets on your cut, my nigga, if you're gonna have 20 sets on your cut, the album gotta be, it gotta be a story. I hate when niggas don't tell stories with their albums anymore. And I know. Like when I got towards the end of it, because closure and some of the other stuff was towards the back end of the album, I was like, oh, she was trying to do it. But I don't know if the producer put the album together sequentially or Summer wanted it like that, but they fucked it up. It, 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 it didn't flow. The, the, the flow yeah, of the album. Sean Garrett for that one. Yeah, the flow of the album was ass. But because if you're going to have 20 tracks, my nigga, even though two of them technically weren't real tracks or whatever. Um, like you gotta flow it better than that. The album gotta be a story. I don't even think they included the right songs if they was gonna do that. Like it, like the, the it, it didn't flow right. But just as an aspect of you gave me eighteen joints, I'm right as of right now. As of right now, 
Best R&B album I've heard in a hot minute, my nigga. Says Bruno Mars. I'll say this. And Jax, you brought up an interesting point with the 20 tracks. I was going to say it's either, you know, that storytelling thing. Because I won't, I won't like, I know normally I'm one to, you know, campaign for shorter albums. But I will say this. Number one, Jax, yes, um, the story is important. Number two, not having every song sound the same is also important because variety is everything. Yeah, yeah. And three, not having every song be four or five minutes. Like if you like, if you got like maybe somewhere in between like that two, three minute mark, yeah, I could see that. And I don't think honestly, when it comes to this album, I don't think that lengthwise it didn't bother me. As a you know, yeah, a, it didn't feel too it didn't feel too long. I agree with that. And you you know what? It's funny you say it because I feel like she hit the nail on the head because some songs are like 330, and then she had like four tracks that was like 240. So right. I'm with it. Yeah, she balanced like, it out. It's literally and I was thinking about that too, because I like the album. I I will say I like I, she don't I miss and I did enjoy the album and my boo don't miss. My boo don't miss, she and, don't miss. I went into it and like I went into it, you know, I was ready to I was ready to get on here and and, and cut the stove on myself, but I think <laughs> but I was ready. Hold on, to- wait a minute, pause Dennis. I'm gonna let you finish your thought. Can we have a moment for Dennis' expression right there of cut the stove on? If you niggas don't know what that means, I, I pity you niggas, because that Dennis, nigga, that's gold. That's a great expression right there, nigga. Continue, Dennis. <laughs> but nah, pretty pretty good, pretty solid effort. Pretty solid effort. Um that's pretty much like some of the songs, you know. I think maybe I skipped maybe through I skipped a couple, like a handful. It wasn't nothing too crazy because I did give it the proper list. I did give it the proper list to kind of you know get what she was going with it, but <laughs> Solid effort on her part. I, I give it that, you know. Aside from the antics, again, separating the antics, she did what she needed to do. She don't miss. She don't miss. The queen of R&B. Now, I know Coop about to come from my chest right now. Coop. <laughs> and, and, and before I know Coop. Coop. Before Coop. And before Coop gets there. I, I, I gave her one good listen because that's all I was going to give this honey, this um, honey-giving baby Oh, Here we go. A track. Here we go. <laughs> okay. The album was phenomenal. The yes, album sir. was phenomenal. I'm, my boot on me. And I'm gonna give her that. My my problem, my literal problem with the album is actually not with Summer Walker. Mm. It's with everybody else. It is with everybody else who championed the fuck out of all that toxic ass shit. Oh, you know what? Oh, my dead like that like that ass here. That's because I scrolled Twitter the day the day the album came out. I'll talk about and it. I couldn't, and we and I could not time. escape. I could not escape how all these women were championing all this toxic shit that Summer was talking about. Mm. Now, now, what was it? I want to say two weeks ago when I see her say, "Hey, man, you know that's fine," but like, you know, I'm gonna chop it up to you know, she's still in her twenties, 
But when the last time a motherfucker been in love? Boy, you ain't lying. Boy, you ain't lying. That's that city girl like, shit. That's that city like, girl shit. City like, girls and, are ruining. And, and, city and, girls and, are ruining women. And don't get me. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The joint with Ari Lennox, probably my favorite joint on that. But I love it more for Ari than I love it for Summer. The horns though, cute. You know what I'm saying? But I but I got twenty fucking tracks of you being angry because you knew this nigga wasn't shit and still got with him anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Walker is definitely took, is. So yeah, this is what I took. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. what I took out of the uh, from the album. Hey guys, I was with this guy. I knew he wasn't shit, but you know, I thought I, I thought he was going to be you know shit to me. You know what I'm saying? And then I found out he he still wasn't ain't shit. So now I'm mad at him. But what I really need to be mad at is with myself. Oh, and I let him nut at me, guys. So I got a baby. That's the name of the game. Mm. So basically, Q, what you're telling me is my boo don't miss, but she's just like all these other modern women out here. Thank God you're married is what you're saying. Thank That's what you're saying. God, listen. Mrs. Q can't listen to something wrong. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I can't debate that. I can't debate that, bro, because listen, and Coop, I'm going to let you dismantle my gut. However, whoa, pause. Listen. <laughs> whoa. I know, right? Crazy. Pause. Pause. However, like, bro, you just made a good point, bro. Like, this whole toxic city girls shit is... Bro, if Summer Walker, and, and this is crazy, right? Yo, her range is minimal, right? Now, that's not to take nothing away from the album, because I agree with you three niggas. The album is fire. However, like, her range is ass. Like, she she ain't oh, got no deep oh, range. You mean, oh, you mean we need to wonder if she can sing? Like, we need to admit that. My, yeah, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all niggas had y'all turn. Okay, go ahead, nigga. Hold on, but before you go, I've been I've been wanting to play this song clip forever. Even though we took the Kanye topic a ser- uh, in a serious route, and we did have a phrasing moment. Go ahead, but this go ahead, my nigga. like weighing heavy on my spirit. Everything that come out my motherfucking mouth is hard, nigga. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that. You Yo, said that. first of all, nigga. First of all, nigga, Draco had those same beads in his head when um I was at the Millennial Tour. And um like Draco might be 98 pounds. Like dead ass. He he dead ass look like crackhead. And he's gonna look like a crackhead. That nigga is a fucking crackhead. All right, bro. Y'all not gonna do this shit. Check this out, bro. This fucking album. I, I really do like it. I really did. I really did appreciate. She don't miss. It. And I listened to, and I tried to listen to it at a time where, honestly, I knew that this toxic shit that I was going into was going to be toxic. But let me tell you, just how like sometimes, sometimes my nigga, you just like when they like telegraph the toxicity. <laughs> how do you know some shit is going to be toxic, my nigga? When the very first track, my nigga, is you getting life advice from Cardi B as it go into a city girl's track. That's how toxic it is, my nigga. That shit might be the toxic bitch seance of toxic. Anyway, beyond this, my nigga, which I wanted to point out, can the bitch actually sing? Can the bitch actually sing? 
Yes, my nigga. You Y'all trying to convince album. me that that she can? And this is the second album where I'm like, damn, how how is the album this good? You want me to tell you why I win? Want me to tell you why I win? Want me to tell you why I win? Because all bitches now sing at the same octave that they take doggy style in. So all they really do is do my nigga and sing a fucking wow. and, sing, and sing one octave over getting muffled by a fucking pillow. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I told y'all Whoa. motherfuckers earlier. No, 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 no. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I told y'all motherfuckers earlier, bro. This the, bro, listen, this the same bitch. I promise you, bro. I promise you, bro. I promise you, I wasn't there, my nigga, and I can't prove it, my nigga. I can't prove it, my nigga, but I promise you, my nigga, I promise you somebody was eating fucking Red Hots while Summer Walker Baby was being born in the delivery room, my nigga. I know it, nigga. I or Hot Pickles. I know it, my nigga. Y'all talking about, we up here talking about a classic album from a bitch that'll probably eat, eat fucking flaming Hot Cheetos at your mama's funeral. That's who we talk about, my nigga. We gonna stop this shit, my nigga. Yes, I agree with y'all about all the toxicity and shit. Yes, I get it, my nigga. The bitch, the bitch is, is basically harmonizing future with a vagina. But my nigga, ver- tracks one through four, my nigga, is I love how one, tracks one through four is okay, my nigga. So y'all mad that I'm not with the nigga that kind of fucked me over anyway, but y'all mad. <laughs> then, <laughs> then she got to go through this middle section of let's go back to like why I was fucking the nigga. So I was fucking the nigga. Y'all mad? Then she come back with it. Okay, so I was fucking the nigga and the nigga was fucking me better than I thought got me pregnant while the whole time not being shit. Even though technically he never like, you know, he never he never hid the fact that he wasn't shit. In fact, he produced seven several songs where him and rappers go, "Hey, you know he ain't shit," and I, and I still fucked the nigga. And finally, let me go and ask the one bitch who was winning from a toxic nigga to pray for me. Oh, Sierra, please give us your blessings that gave you Russell Wilson. Basically, I want y'all to know Sierra's not on there basically helping Summer Walker pray for a better nigga. <laughs> Summer Walker has Sierra on that album, so she can pray that she can fuck Russell Wilson. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I just point out that Sierra, like I, I despise her, right? Like so, 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 so that's like y'all can add her to my list. You know how every nigga on this show got like arch enemies and shit like that. Y'all can add yeah. Sierra to my list of arch enemies. <laughs> I, I despise that heifer, and her being on the Summer Walker what did, album. What does Sierra do to you? She, bro, Sierra is the epitome of of why bitches are out of pocket. And I'll, I'll briefly <laughs> sum it up or whatever. Like, I'll briefly sum it up. Russell Wilson is one of us, nigga. The nigga is, might as well be a no-static host, right? The Russell Wilson <laughs> is one of us, right? The nigga is just a regular nigga that's like... Oh, hey, my guys, nigga, hold up real quick. Let me, let me assure the people something real quick. Russell Wilson will never be on this show, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's because Sierra done fucked them up and corrupted them. But listen, but... Russell Wilson is a regular nigga, man. Like a regular good nigga, bro, right? Now, he uh, fell off the wayside because black women... He's very similar to Donald Glover. Black women would not date him coming up or whatever, whatever. So, boom, he married a white woman who ended up fucking Golden Tate, but that's not here nor there. And then, um, you know, he got divorced and found Sierra. Okay. This is where I get upset with Sierra, and this is where I get upset with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson... With all that Captain Save a whole shit. Sierra is a huh. She's been a huh. 
She liked fuck niggas. Let her have her fuck niggas. Now what her, like having a hoe like Sierra get and marry Russell Wilson, what that does for other hoes is to let them think that, oh, I can be a hoe for 20 plus years and then Q or Dennis or Coop is going to come save me from the wings of future after he done dogged me out and gave a baby and we supposed to raise future baby. No, you whores. We're not doing that. So the reason why she's praying over the altar that is Summer Walker is because they the same bitch. They're the same bitch, my guy. The only difference is Sierra has Russell Wilson. At some point really? in the future, Summer Walker will find her a Russell Wilson. I'm telling you the shit gonna happen. That's you what sure? these bitches' fantasies is, bro. I thought for sure her whole prayer was so they could go ahead and trap the same nigga that Brittany Renner did. Maybe so. But that's what these, that's what these hoes, bro, I'm telling you. That's what these hoes, this they mission. They like, yo, they like, yo, we go, here's what we gonna do. They have meetings and shit, nigga. And they be like, yo, we gonna do this. All these good niggas that's out here that wanna love us and treat us like queens because they desire us and want us so bad, fuck them niggas. We ain't gonna do shit with them niggas. We gonna fuck with the future niggas who literally telling us, I don't give a damn about no slut. I'm gonna put my thumb in her butt. And he literally said that nigga. And so like, they like, yeah, we like that nigga. That's what we want. We want the thumb in the butt niggas. That's what we want so they go fuck with the thumb in the butt niggas and they get run down and battered and beat up and then they be all fucked up mentally and then they be like the butt niggas yeah, I just bro, wanna say the butt niggas, bro. and then they come back to us and be like yo Dennis yo I know you like a good nigga that do podcasting and take pictures with lanterns on your album cover I wanna fuck with you now don't fuck with her Dennis don't I just wanna her. I just wanna say I just want to say fun fact (laughs) fun fact I just want to say I was ahead of my time and I'm going to tell y'all how wait you hold the lantern and that's what you're supposed to I just want to say and this is why I don't this is why I don't really have much of anything to say like when it comes to this particular topic because some years ago I made a song called Bridge for Sale and I talked about this exact thing in in tweet. I'll 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 bring y'all back to the song later at another time. But I just want to say that with all of everything that y'all have been said, I was ahead of my time. No cap. It's not no that. Right. It's just that I just like, imagine somebody like listening to Dennis' album and looking at the album cover and go, "Is that nigga holding a lantern?" Oh, that, oh, that <laughs> I wasn't holding this thing, anything. This thing, ain't, this thing ain't no bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga holding we not gonna we not gonna we not gonna address the fact that this nigga album's named Brightside and he's holding a lantern and the Green Lantern's chant is in brightest day and darkest night. I just want to mm. point it out. Right. I just want right. to point it out, nigga. The, the, but then, but but that's cool as fuck. <laughs> but bitch, Sierra didn't want to fuck with the with the bright side nigga. Until after the future nigga ran through her, and put mean, that thumb in that butt. I mean, I mean, I don't know, my nigga. She te- she technically fucked with Bow Wow, and, and who ain't and, shit, and, my, and fifty shit, and who ain't shit. She's a whore, sir. Whoa, She's hold a on. Whore. First of all, my nigga. First of all, my my nigga. We if she fucked with fifty, my nigga. I don't know, my nigga. She might have did that for protection. My nigga, Summer Walker is my queen, and I worship the ground that she walked on. However, she's a fucking whore. You hear me? She's a fucking whore that give honey to her babies. Okay? Period, point blank. And that's what these hoes do. First of all, 
first of all, Jackson, and I did some research. Summer Walker does not has not been giving her her baby's honey. She's been basically filling up baby bottles with warm temperature Texas peat. Yo. <laughs> what? And she has a washing bowl. No. Bro, yeah. I swear to God, which one of you niggas posted that? Was you right, cool? Nigga, no, one, no, my nigga. No, my nigga. Don't get on us, my nigga. You talk to your funky bitch. Nah, you talk to that. her. Don't remind me that this bitch funky. Don't remind me this bitch funky. Let me tell you some real nigga shit. That bitch got 20 plus years. Whatever, nigga. That bitch got 20 plus years of washing up. That's shit. Nah, fuck that. Let me tell you some real shit, nigga. I love you. You're my brother. I fucks with you the long way. But because you posted that, when I see you before we can dab, hug, or embrace, <laughs> it's on motherfucking sight. You feel me, nigga? I, feel I had, I had I just commented that on the Spotify, when you listen to the Summer Walker joint on the Spotify, there's a picture of her where she's like squatting down, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause she's doing a whore pose cause she's a whore and her back is straight and her ass is perfect. I'm like, look at this bitch. And I'm talking with my boss. My boss was, I was streaming and he was looking at shit. He was like, damn, who that is? He's an older gentleman. And he was like, I was like, this Summer Walker, this is the new cut. He was like, oh damn. I, I told her she used to be a stripper, told a story. He was like, she finding a motherfucker. And then as I'm saying that to him, you send me a washbowl. Like this bitch is like, yeah. <laughs> I hate baths. I hate baths. I'm in. I'm in my exactly. washbowl bag. Exactly. Exactly. On sight me, nigga. You want to ruin my fantasies? On sight me, my nigga. Then we gonna hug. But first, you on sight me. You sum of a bitch. That's what you do my nigga. Whatever, my nigga. You up here. You up here trying to trying to make a case for this hoe. Meanwhile, my nigga, she out here getting washed. Out here washing up in the same fucking bowl. She sees. What's wrong with this hoe, man? I want, you know, my nigga. I want you to know, my nigga. I want you to know, my nigga. Before she put that picture together, nigga, she fucked up and didn't take the paprika out the bowl. Who post that? The shit, <laughs> the shit is in there, my nigga, right underneath the fucking soap. Bro, who nah, is her? Paprika next to soap is a is some different. Bro, bruh, who y'all, my niggas, intelligent man, okay, non thumb in the butt niggas. Listen, <laughs> who is this bitch handler? What you mean, my nigga? Not, no, no, no. I'm, what, do you mean? what do you mean, my nigga? Clearly, bro. Oscar the fucking grouch. Bro, like, I'm dead ass. Mean? I'm dead ass right now. Like, who is this bitch handler, my guy? My who what told you this mean? bitch, yo, why don't you make a post about how you don't take baths <laughs> and that you like to wash up in a bowl? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to. I want you to know something, my nigga. I want you to know something, my nigga. That means, my nigga. That means she got off of a strip out of a whole shift at the strip club, my nigga. <laughs> and Man. basically and I'm basically angry. went in her in her kitchen, my nigga. <laughs> and fr- and fr- and freshened up after a 12-hour shift. Like, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry. Nigga, and that's the be- point. That's what made me mad. Summer Walker, Summer Walker, after you showed me that bowl, my nigga, Summer Walker is the bitch that you go to the strip club and you like, damn, that bitch bad. I mm-hmm. usually don't get VIP dances, but I'm getting one with this bitch. Mm-hmm. And you go back to VIP and you like, yo, why the fuck do it smell like mushrooms and asparagus in this motherfucker? Summer and it's, Walker. It's- Summer Walker, the kind of bitch that you put a towel on top of all the sheets on top of the bed before you smash. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Summer Walker. <laughs> I want y'all, because I, I feel like this is the perfect, this is the perfect transition into the next topic, but y'all, but pay attention to the screen that I, I shared. That bitch also sing like her breath stink. It's on site. 
<laughs> I will just let you know now, my nigga. It's on sight, bitch. You can smell. You can, my nigga. I don't care how about her body count under my nigga. My nigga. Every time she she use long vowel sounds, my nigga. You can you can smell the dicks through through your ears. It's, it's on sight. Play the clip. Play the clip. Play the clip, bitch. There's no clip. It's just a still picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. <laughs> Nicki Minaj and her husband handed this photo in to court to prove that they are not rich and thus get a reduction of the 20 million they should pay Jennifer. Apparently the couple knows that they will lose the case and now they only have to pay and they don't want to deliver the 20 million. Yo, what? <laughs> I don't see what the issue is. <laughs> Yo, what? No, I know you like you. So it's on site with you too, because I'm tired of y'all niggas. Like, for real, like, like, yo, what? Yo, what? No, it's a they delivered this photo in court to prove they are not rich. My nigga, we ain't what? Got money. What, nigga? We you don't uh, you don't think the judge could pull up your 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 five billion stream song where it says don't label me the bad guy, nigga? I bitch, I know. That as Coop would say, your dark skin ass is rich. Like, what are we talking about? You're so rich that Coop think you dark skin, bitch. You, I'm, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? You niggas like, I, I, you, it, when I started to come on here, something was wrong with Mizzou. I couldn't get on the show on time for the intros and shit like that. But I popped in because I'm loyal to you niggas. But you niggas like to fuck with me. You niggas like to get in my skin. Y'all give y'all show me shit like this and wash bowls and shit. So you know what, niggas? On sight with all you niggas. That's what it is. <laughs> I ain't fucking fucking with this shit no more. What? They did that to do what? The show they what they're not rich. Okay. And who the fuck is Jennifer? Who's Jennifer? Lopez? What Jennifer are we talking about? Couple things here. You know, Shades and crackers, man. Just what's a, going on? Just a, just a few things here. First of all. <sighs> First of all, I take great offense that they would say this about the Tar Empress that is Nicki Minaj. <laughs> all right. Second of all, let's talk about what let's talk about what she really let's talk about what the Zanzibar Sand Queen is doing. Whoa. What? <laughs> all right. Now, now through her charcoal briquette-like glory, Nicki Minaj is trying to establish that realistically, she just as humble as you and us. She, 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 is, she is a black eclipse of the people. Okay? All right, my nigga. All right, all right. And her, her, her Hershey's special dark chocolate-like humility shouldn't be overlooked. That's all I'm saying, my nigga. Now, why, 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 why on earth the chaunce, Why on earth the court is after our Chauncey from Black Street Color Queen? Is beyond me. Did Did you look at this picture? That they're like, like, yeah. like, what are we doing, bro? Like, what are yeah. we doing? I'm just tired yeah. of human beings, bro. Like, I seen a thing on TikTok. A girl went viral. Because she said she was a prostitute. And everybody with their false ass narratives about how they fuck with people and they really don't and shit was like, yo, I can't believe you're a prostitute. This is so sad and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not sad. Y'all niggas don't care. And y'all don't even want to play her prices because y'all niggas was in her DM saying, yo, what's up? And like, 
but anywho, so I got Nicki Minaj and her uh, felony sexual assault husband um, saying that we're not rich based on this picture because human beings are stupid, right? Like, like human beings are so dumb that the judge or whoever the fuck is adjudicating this, they, anywho, go ahead. Go ahead, y'all. I'm just, I'm these thumb in the butt niggas winning, winning bro. We let Jax. these thumb in the butt nigga win. Jack. 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 How, how many times have we discussed you speaking out against our great Chicago blackout color queen? All right, I'll just share something else on my, on my screen. All right. All right. Here we have. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, y'all just watch. Man, stop! Cut this shit off. No, stop. Don't do this. I don't want to. Don't do this. this. I don't do this. Because <laughs> I'm getting what? mad. Yo, I got to start coming on you alls show. Oh, I got to start coming on y'all show. Mac and cheese. She ain't gonna stir it. Okay. Oh, oh my god. god. No! no! Oh. What the fuck is that? No, no, those better be roaches. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Why, Bruh, I Why? love the person. I love the person who on the on the comments put black card revoked expeditiously. <laughs> Yo, tell me that was a white hand. No, that that was. She's very much black. Yo, oh, that's a troll post. There's no way you just gave me anxiety. <laughs> no, bro. Let me tell you. you no, know what? I want to use this time to point out something. Seeing as we coming from the previous subject, okay. All right, our glorious queen who survived the Amistad, Nicki Minaj, would never make macaroni and cheese like that. You know what? Cool. I agree with you. Ain't no way Nicki Minaj, Trinidadian's ass, is doing that. Exactly. That is one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen in my life. And I done seen some uncomfortable shit. Okay? That is the, where the raises came from. Welcome my to the Let's Get Uncomfortable for a segment. That's cool. Let's say those better had to been roaches. Bro, I'm going to say some real shit. I'm going to say some real shit. I'm going to say some real shit. And I don't care. Bitches, bitches listening to our podcast, not women. Not ladies, specifically bitches. I don't care how mad you get about this. As y'all say that, go back to my screen. I'm gonna let y'all know something. That macaroni and cheese so bad, I know that pussy ain't good. No cap, no cap, and I guarantee she fucked with thumb in the butt, niggas. I know that pussy ain't good. That's a that's okay. a that's a that's a, okay. that's a bitch. Okay. Stuck in dick, just attack your head. What is hour, what is this? Fuck is, no, no, fucking no. Raisins. What the fuck is the, the fucking raisins? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Are you making porridge? What is that, bitch? It's supposed to be grits. What is that this? porridge? No, it's supposed to be grits. <laughs> that must be cream of wheat. Why the fuck <laughs> is he just putting raisins in the grits? You got me fucked up. That ain't no way that's grits. That's cream of wheat. Bitch. Bruh. Bitch. First of all, my nigga, I grew up on cream of wheat, my nigga, because I'm a nigga from up north. That is not cream of wheat, my nigga. Nigga, first my of nigga. all, cream, cream of wheat is evil, number one. 
Um, Whoa, my nigga. Yeah, nigga, I'm Southern. I like grits. Um, I just want to point out that great philosopher Bruno Mars has something to say about all these videos. This bitch got me. Listen. <laughs> Listen all right, last, but not, last but not least. That nigga almost took me out. By the way, that song is that song is great. My nigga, I'm here for an entire Bruno Mars, Anderson Pop, like double CD, nigga. But go ahead, nigga, play this last torturous video. Oh. And Cheddar. Mm-hmm. See, no, I seen this one. No, y'all ain't even ready for this. This is this a this a bitch supposed to be making greens for her nigga. Wait though. Wait, what? Okay. She's making yeah. what? Greens for her nigga. So so she just puts wait, pepper, wait, what, onions, what, what just... bacon. Okay, all right. Wait, what wait, the what's fuck? Going on here? What the fuck? Who? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on what here? What the fuck? What the what the fuck? What the fuck is this? this oh this my god! That nigga hot salad. What the fuck is this? She what just the fuck? Said, no, bro. No, bro. No, bro. She just made that nigga oodles and noodles salad. Don't you dare bite that bitch. Put that fork down, you ugly asshole. What the fuck? Listen, when I seen that earlier this week, now I actually seen that one earlier this week on TikTok. Yo, when the bitch was like. My man said nobody makes greens better than his mom, so I had to prove him wrong. And she started making the greens. And I'm like, bitch, first of all, you use smoked meat, not bacon. But if you want to put bacon in greens, bacon don't make nothing taste nasty. But cook your bacon all the way. You got your bacon ain't cooked all the way. Then the bitch started doing it. Oh, my nerves, bitch. My nerves. She put almonds and pecan in collard greens, y'all. What the fuck? (laughs) Hey, Dennis. Hey, take toss and the super. Hey, de- hey, Dennis. Yo, yo, Dennis. Tell me the truth, my nigga. This is Summer Walker cooking, ain't it? That's a lie. Listen, That's this, a lie. This, okay, I'm not. Nigga, sa- I'm not whatever, saying my nigga, it is. This, my nigga. That whatever, my nigga. That hot ass salad she made is why I fucking that nigga London left. <laughs> Yo, first of all, that's disrespectful. You leave the, the niggas leaving because bitches eating wrong to Saweetie or whatever the bitch that her fart smell like mustard or whatever the fuck. Like, we, like no, bro. Like, that's, I'm just uncomfortable as fuck, right? Like, I don't even know how to think right now. The bitch put pecans and almonds and collard greens, my guy. Like, Y'all know the ancestors are mad that you shared those videos. I just want to point that out. You know that some of our ancestors jumped in the water because they knew that in the future you would show that shit to us. <laughs> they was like, I don't want to, I don't want my offspring to be a part of this shit. I am jumping in the water. Wait, was it, was, hey, wait, was it that versus Summer Walker with the paprika next to the next to the soap? <laughs> talk about talk no talk about it Dennis talk about it Dennis talk about don't it. talk about shit talk about how that bitch washed her whole body in the same bowl you're supposed to use to just just to display grapes in oh my god why does this don't take bells you know the you know the bowl that like your grandma used to have with like all the um with the candy inside of it yeah bro like with the like with the candy with the watermelon wrapper. You hear, you hear that, Jack? You hear that, Jack? That's, that's the sound of your bitch washing her whole body in a, in a bowl for wax fruit. Why she don't take baths, bro? <laughs> like, I don't... I, I want to shoot your whole club up, baby girl. Listen, But I you, can't because listen, you're too dirty on the floor. 
I want to point out, my nigga, if she getting, if she washing her whole thick ass body in that fucking Saturday morning cereal bowl, you know she washing the baby in a fucking Poland Spring bottle cap. I just can't. I can't do this no more. It's so sad. I'm so sad right now, bro. Like between Summer Walker and my hate for Sierra. And like bitches putting walnuts in my fucking collard greens. I don't know what to do. Nigga, what you talking about, nigga? You gotta blame Summer Walker for two of those. <sighs> the raisins and the grits thing have to be the most acceptable out of those, right? Right? So if you take those three dishes, all of them horrendous, of course. What is the most acceptable? The raisins and the grits, right? Or am I what? tripping? No, let me tell you what I know. What I think is unacceptable. She probably thinking she spent, uh, you know, worked hard on that meal, gave that nigga some nasty ass food, and then probably got, and honestly, honestly, probably gave that nigga ED. <laughs> Yo, she literally sat there and cut up collard greens so she could put pecans in it. Her mm-hmm. grandma, her grandma, got to be dead. You don't want to know what she did to the candy yams. Yeah. She's in crack. Is there candy yams? Listen. We too we too close to Thanksgiving for this. We are. <laughs> like we too close to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Where the beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lambs, ham, hog, dog, chicken, chicken. Where that's at? Not in her Share country. that video. Share that video. You sharing the wrong shit, man. <laughs> Lakers can't play no defense, y'all. I just want to point that out. Oh, we got the game again. No, no, they can't. They <laughs> can't play no defense, bro. Furious. <laughs> these niggas, these niggas gonna make me throw up in my mouth and stop being a Laker fan before the season and over. I'm convinced of it. It's not that my nigga. I don't know what. First of all, my nigga, y'all said, can't, can't, you know what? We're not gonna get into it. <laughs> yeah. do ain't gonna get into it because I know you seen this nigga just get juked by the prince of Saudi Arabia. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh. All right, Travis Scott. Oh. Uh. Listen, no offense, my nigga. The thing that I always knew was going to eventually happen at a Travis Scott show happened at a Travis Scott show, which is my nigga. That nigga, that nigga has like mob inciting music, <laughs> and that mob went mob. Like I was re- although I will say this, I read this one account of this one girl who like tra- made it on stage was trying to get people help, and that shit sounded crazy. That shit sounded like World War Z. But my whole thing is this one, and we've been telling y'all niggas this for a year, and I'm not going to get on my soapbox about it, but we've been telling you dumb ass, dirty ass motherfuckers that why y'all are in such a rush to go back to these events where y'all pack places, where y'all literally are so packed in a place that people can't breathe. Y'all packed so hard into a place that that y'all and the oxygen y'all need to live can't be in the same place. I'd have got the fuck out. Fuck this nigga. <laughs> no, no, it's my, my, my nigga. But I'm gonna be honest with you, my nigga. I can't fuck his baby mom if I'm dead. Can I? Can I ask this question? And I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to be serious. I'm gonna try to be serious because we've been serious at the beginning and we've been like off the rails ever since then. Because it is a tragedy, um, for sure. Was it fifty-two thousand people there? Right, that's what I heard. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely over capacity. I'm not sure it is that number, but my nigga, I just want to point out that my favorite band in the history of bands is the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters did a show in Brazil where there was 120 
1,000 people, which is double the amount of people that was at this show, right? Not one person died. I'm pretty sure when Dave Grohl came out and said, you know, and he was banging his guitar on a east chord or a c chord because that's what all the shit he do when he come out and say you motherfuckers i'm pretty sure niggas wanted to rush the stage and shit however they composed themselves and did not do this i don't know what the fuck is wrong with this generation of like i don't know what's wrong though and the reason why i say that is this bro first of all they're literally screaming back to everybody else. Yo, y'all are crushing people up here. They can't breathe. And niggas just kept pushing. They ain't give a fuck. Okay? Nobody give a fuck. Travis Scott, at one point in the show, did say, hey, can we get some help over here for somebody who was basically dying on the left of him or whatever. And niggas kept pushing. The 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 fact, like, I, I something wrong with these niggas, yo. Something okay. I'm I'm going I'm to I'm I'm try to do what Jack said and try to say this whole thing without laughing. Do you think do you think there was a moment where somebody in the crowd was looking at Travis going, Travis, help us! And he was like, I wonder what they mean by that. <laughs> there, what do you mean? There definitely, there definitely was a moment of that. I think that oh, definitely was oh. it. Like, did, did it hey, he go to Travis. Go. I wonder what they mean by that. B. Did Travis fall back on one of his alibs and go? Oh, this lit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think what ended up happening, and we kind of we saw this in the video, was the fact that he will. It looked as though he was humming to buy himself some time. Because yeah. I ain't gonna lie, that part was the weirdest part of it all. Because it's just like, <laughs> what? all right, well, well, hold, not, on, Dennis. Oh, hold on, Dennis. Because we assuming that's why he was humming. What if he was coming that way, that same way, like when people walk down the street and they want to pretend like a homeless person ain't asking them for money and they just want to bypass them without being bothered? What if Travis was just, you know, like maybe, you know, hum, humming through a humming through a death at his concert? Is is Travis Scott gonna recover from this? Yeah. Eventually. Is it detriment? Is, is, is it detrimental enough that Travis Scott will forever be known as the nigga who let these people die? I think the worst part about hold on, Coop. I think the worst part about it, and I feel like this is at the same time like the big one of the biggest insults of all time. And I think when you're when you're told you're a liability, that's probably one of the biggest insults of all time. Like I remember it was some years ago when when Murder Mook said that in, in a battle rap. And I didn't quite understand it at first until, you know, some time passed and I was like, ah. So to be called a liability is uh, is pretty much what it looks like. So basically, like, you got people, you know, not necessarily pulling, well, people kind of have been put, like, apparently, you know, he's not, they, they were like, we're going to edit all Travis parts out the keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, couple festivals are just like, hey, we ain't going for all that rah-rah. Like, it's just, it feels as though as of right now, it's in that liability phase. So, I feel like eventually he'll, he'll recover from it. Nigga done changed. I seen Tiana Taylor do a concert. This bitch 
ain't even getting crushed or nothing, bro. She's just in the front row. And I've been on the front row of some shows that's been pretty crazy. And, like, she's just in the front row, and it's a lot of people and shit like that. And Tiana Taylor tells security to pull her from the front row and let her stand on the other side of the fucking security barricade because we ain't doing that. So this shit is so pertinent on niggas that it, I think it's going to change the way niggas look at shit. And that's why I don't think Travis going to recover from this, nigga. Like, like I, I don't I don't think he's going to be able to pull out. And then, like, the lawsuit shit? I don't know like, what the label... I don't know what the label's dealings is with this shit, but it's going to be real gangster. Yeah, like, because somebody's... It, it's got to the point where even somebody's going to jail. Yeah. Like, like is definitely one of those things where it's just like... My nigga, can I tell y'all something, my nigga? Nobody's going to jail. And maybe a couple people are going to get paid, but that's about it. Other than that, my nigga, anything y'all think that's going to have anything to do with balancing the universe or justice ain't going to happen. Not only is this nigga Travis Scott going to recover from this, this shit is going to actually improve that nigga's career. Dead ass serious. I, 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 I would like to see that because yeah, I, I, I don't feel know like who. I feel like if it does happen, because you know we've said on this podcast before numerous times that nobody <laughs> truly ever gets canceled. So I don't think it's gonna be. Yeah, he ain't gonna get canceled. Yeah, I, I think I think you know it's it's a time thing. It is definitely a time thing. Like if why I know. We the world just tried to cancel a, a, a nigga that we know for a fact. Murdered a nigga in a Walmart. <laughs> remember that? Yep. Remember that? Remember, remember that from like two weeks ago? <laughs> the, the world just tried to cancel a nigga who we know for a fact killed a nigga in Walmart. And I say that, and and for me, I say that like I have this conversation with you know with precaution because you know people really were traumatized and i don't really want to play on people's you know right because people really did like go through that people experienced that people witnessed that and just the fact of you know seeing people you know whether it be take their last breath or anything like that that has to have a an extreme effect from that so you know like mad people gonna need therapy for that bro i'm gonna say that like okay the truth of the matter and how I feel is the people dying is always a tragedy. The loss because it's the loss of life. So in that realm, I don't know these people. I didn't know anybody personally who, who attended the event. But for the fact that people who had just the intention of going out and seeing one of their favorite artists and to return home after that didn't, I feel, I feel for that. But let me be very clear. And Jack brought this up, my nigga. No offense. There's a part of me, and this is probably why I'm so, what seems probably like antagonizing of the audience, not necessarily the victims. My nigga, so I'm born 1987, right? The greatest performer of all time, Michael Jackson, had this tour called The Bad Tour. It's a video, a video, and me and one, me and one, and a couple other stand-up comedians, and some other people have referenced this before. You talk about a sh- a stadium, a show so packed 
that there is no venue on earth where they can have that show indoors. They basically had to had to plan that show not just around like having like a basically a a public park to fit all the people, but also around the weather to make sure the shit ain't get rained out. And then sometimes it still rains out, right? We talking about for a person literally that motherfuckers is leaving they is is risking everything to leave war torn countries to go see. Mike was that nigga. Like half the half the footage of the bad tour is just motherfuckers like passing out and crying just from seeing that nigga. The nigga gets on stage, stands there for 20 minutes, doesn't move, doesn't make a sound, my nigga. And the nigga almost the nigga almost caused 11 births. Like the nigga, like Mike, he was Michael fucking Jackson. And I want to say, and there's and nobody dies much to much to the point, and I hate having to say this because 20 other like podcasts and this has been like the main talking point for like 20 other things that i've heard and i just don't and i just don't like doing the whole you're not such and such thing he's not michael jackson but he's not he's not now i say all that to say that exactly he's not even dave he's not michael jackson he's He's not not even dave bro bro dave Dave, he's far from a lot of niggas michael jackson but it does not change the fact that the, the reason why he's going to do well from this is for the same thing that most things benefit from in situations like this. Motherfuckers hear about this shit, my nigga, and I promise you, I promise you right now, it's a bunch of motherfuckers combing the internet right now trying to find out when that nigga next show is so they can be there. That's that's the difference, bro. We're in the world in a world where when something so extreme happens that people die, we don't see it as oh shit, this shit is tragic. We see motherfuckers see that shit like it's a roller coaster they can get on. I mean, yeah, like yeah, controversy definitely, you know, but it play out, does play out well for people. Like people play like it's at the heat of the whole like R. Kelly thing. Like his streams skyrocketed, so it's like. But you know what's going to happen, my nigga? The label's going to realize, damn, my nigga, we done already sold out for a show that we ain't even tell them things about yet. Why the fuck we going to let this nigga get canceled? We going to load this nigga up with endorsements. <laughs> we going to put this nigga everywhere, my nigga. And every time this thing is attached to anything, it's going to bring like a fucking mob-like following. This nigga might, after this shit, after the endorsements, mark my words, after the endorsements, this nigga come up from, from this shit, my nigga, this nigga might not have to make an album for five to seven years. Yeah, it's gonna have that. It's gonna have that the baby effect. Like the baby, all the baby had to do was take a step back for for a little bit, and then next thing you know, he got a project coming out Friday. There's these creepy things about the baby, like that. Um, it's on the internet. I don't know if you niggas seen it, but it's like a cartoon of where like the baby is like him with the from the album cover, where it's like he's smiling and it's like let's go, and then like they're like, oh, it's the baby, and then it just then it's just a bunch of them and then they basically assimilate other people and turn them into the baby but having little babies pop out of their head is like one of the weirdest things i have to find that shit and send it to y'all niggas and it's it's so funny like how media and we are because i feel like that cartoon is part of the reason why the baby's back to where he is now because we find ways to make shit funny or we find ways to make shit not a big deal quick and it's like you can't cancel that's why niggas like oh cancel culture nigga what has been canceled 
Yeah, man, definitely. Um, definitely was a super tragic situation, and you know, um, I don't know how they. I don't know what niggas gonna do about that shit, bro. Like that shit's horrible, and it seemed like the more videos that come out, and the more you look into it, the more horrible it is. But like I said, them niggas was on some fuck shit. From I don't know if y'all niggas seen the video of them like basically saying fuck VIP. We're just gonna run through VIP, yeah. which is part of the reason why yeah. the shit was fucked up, anyways, because. It, the, the people weren't segregated off the way they could because the show got out of control because VIP got basically it, like what what the police supposed to do? Niggas running through VIP, they on horseback trying to stop niggas and there's so many niggas they like, well shit, we can't start kicking niggas with a horse. So what are we supposed to do? Yep, that was yeah, that was nasty. It definitely changed the way people have been doing shows in like such a short amount of time. Like y'all mentioned Tiana Taylor. It happened with, you know, um, it happened with Cat Williams, you know, it happened like even before that last um uh, one of those like Playboy Cardi shows, like one of the, I don't know who it was, but they were just like, All right, so we're gonna do this. And if anybody gets out of line or do we does anything like this, then we're gonna shut the whole thing down. So people are really trying to like you know avoid any sort of liability, which rightfully so. Point out something. Can I point out something. Fifty don't ever had this problem at his shows. Yeah, because you have to have people there to have this problem. Oh, bro, people be at Fifty show. <laughs> people be at Fifty show definitely. In fact. I want to point out, Fifty has never had a show that we haven't seen footage of a nigga getting his ass whooped at. <laughs> oh, man. Let me. Somebody, somebody has gotten their ass G unit, G unit at every single last one of Fifty Cent shows. Let me ask y'all something. Have, have, have any of us? Well, have any of y'all ever been in, in a mosh pit? I have, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. One time I got in a mosh and I was like, you know what? This ain't really fun, niggas. There's some angry white boy shit. And the niggas that do moshes, they just want to be angry white boys. Like, I understand that black people invented mosh pit. And I get all that. I understand we invented punk rock. I understand that. I understand bad brains. Jamaican black band from D.C. is the first real, like, nasty American punk band. And I understand that. And I understand that I will never do that shit. Because you, I'm not going to get in a circle and allow niggas to push me and punch me in, in, in the stomach and face and shit. It's dumb. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm an adult. Yeah, I've, I've been on the call for myself. It's like one of those things where it's just like, I've because I've been in, I've been in like rap mosh pits and I, and I was in like one heavy metal mosh pit. Definitely different. Different. The metal Definitely shit is different. angry white boy shit, bro. Like, and it's it's not for us. And I just want to. Why is like Travis Scott a mosh pit song maker? Can like we, what? Can we take a moment to all <laughs> close our eyes and imagine Dennis, the unwilling participant at a heavy metal mosh pit, because yeah, he's trying to get through to the bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but not. <laughs> No, I actually, well, <laughs> for the sake of the joke. It's just that the is funny. Also, you up and down and there, and you like, hey, get the fuck off of me. And then, like, <laughs> get the fuck off of me. And you, and like, yeah. 
for whatever reason, Dennis, I'm imagining you trying to get to the bar and like you get stuck in the mosh pit, but like you also are holding a lantern for some reason. I don't, I don't know why you got it. You're holting a lantern, my guy. I'm, I'm <laughs> never putting this lantern down, am I? You dead ass pissed in my head about the fact that every time you about to get close to the bar, they keep tossing you back in the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it don't help that you don't really raise your voice like that. So you cussing everybody right out and you're like deep ass like, hey, get the fuck off of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny because that's not even me when I get mad. But yes. Exactly. <laughs> but no. But no. You will be mad as so you will be so deeply fucking annoyed <laughs> that you can't escape it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but no, nah, yo, I did um I did want to see just for the sake of you know getting that experience because I was in Mosh Pits at like you know different rap like different rap sets at like festivals and whatnot. So I was like, it was this heavy metal, it was at Bonnaroo, it was this heavy metal band called Gajira Plan. Uh-huh. And I was like, let me go over here and see and see what's, what's going on. on. Like, Not- whenever the like whenever the set started, it wasn't even like they it was like this noise, like, and they started doing it. And then there was this, like, this this white dude with like spiky hair, and he was holding his stick in the air. He was going, yeah. can I can I say something, bro? Why when white people start a mosh Why is it always like in the beginning, the first nigga who tries to like initiate said mosh Why is that nigga always like basically the first nigga that starts the Royal Rumble? Like, it's like, my nigga, you know, you probably won't make it. Nigga, your name's not Randy Orton or, or Edge, so you probably ain't gonna make it through all. Yeah, all you ain't gonna make it to the end, but you, you do nigga that's getting it started. Yeah, and, that's that's true. That's my nigga, the niggas, the niggas who keep the mosh pit going is basically NFL linebackers, but the niggas who start the, the mosh pit is basically fucking Spike Dudley. <laughs> Big facts. Yo, remember those old like WWE <laughs> games where it was like Spike Dudley was so easy to eliminate in the Royal Rumble? Hell yeah, bro! You press one button, you ain't even got to tap the shit. You just press it once, and Spike Dudley gone. Shout Easy. out to Spike oh. Dudley. <laughs> Shout out to Spike Dudley, nigga. One of the greatest characters ever, bro. Spike Dudley, nigga. If you want to see a bump, if you got Xfinity. You got Peacock free, which means you got WWE Network free. Go pull up ECW, nigga. I want to say Roll the Glory or some shit like that. Or one of those old ECW things, nigga. Spike Dudley jumped off the fucking third fucking balcony in Philadelphia on a nigga through like eight tables while he on fire, nigga. And then New Jack just picked the nigga up. Spike Dudley has a fractured tailbone, like fucking chip spine or some shit. And New Jack pick him up like ain't nothing wrong with him. Bro, ECW was brutal. Bro, Spike Dudley is one of, in my opinion, Spike Dudley is one of the greatest in-ring personalities and performers to ever wrestle. Really? Now, you giving him that much credit? No, I'm a, no, 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 no. I'm a, hear, hear me out, Jax, and I promise this going to be one of those things where you go, okay, my nigga, I feel you. One, it's very hard, given the time that Spike Dudley came out, for his character to really catch on. And he was attached to two other characters who had already made a marquee name for themselves and would go on to be one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Right. Mike Dudley not only managed to garner his own fans, 
still be part of the Deadly Boys, or rather one of the Deadly Boys, without being eclipsed by the Deadly Boys. And I want you to think about some, as far as like small performers who are not necessarily the most acrobatic or graceful guys, he is probably one of the greatest non-graceful, acrobatic little guys to ever step in the ring. Like, I tell people, bro, people like look at X-Pac and forget like, no, nah, my nigga, we remember when he was the one, two, three kid and yeah. how potential he really had at the time. He was an incredible in-ring performer and athlete. Spike Lee was nowhere near as polished as X-Pac was or one, two, three kid was, but he managed to actually get in the ring. He often performed his moveset was actually more rooted into like more like like power or super heavyweight lifters. Like even like if you think about the, like the move, his, his patent move, that's an incredible move to think about. Hey, bro, I'm going to catch you in a net breaker and run up the turnbuckle and basically flip over you and come down into almost like a swinging net breaker stunner. Like nobody has, nobody has even like tried to like mimic that move because it's like my nigga. That's going to take a lot because anybody heavier than him might break somebody's fucking neck doing that shit. Yeah, Spike Deli. One thing I'll say about Spike Deli, he can take a bump. I seen can, that nigga take some bumps that don't make no sense. Niggas that, in ECW was doing crazy bumps, nigga. Like I'm I, not taking none of them bumps. That's because Spike Deli was the skinny Mick Foley. Like they, yeah. This bro, I'm giving Spike Deli his 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 props, but the crap and, and it's going to sound funny to say this. The thing that I can say, Spike Deli. There's very few people that I can think of that do this better than Spike Deli. There's very few people I've seen in my life watching wrestling that can take an ass whooping kayfabe as good as Spike Dudley can. Yeah, good. That's true. Because the Dudley boys, when they was having feuds with that nigga, they would just wait for opportunity times to try new and exciting things to fuck Spike Dudley up, bro. They never would put Spike Dudley in like give him a nemesis that was like in his weight class. Like you would not, you're not gonna see. Him versus Wishing McCullough that used to do the, the seven-year itch from Raven's Block, which would be a sensitive matchup. You will see Spike Dudley against, like, Sid Vicious. And Sid Vicious, it's going to look like it, too. Every time Spike Dudley on TV, Sid Vicious is going to show up and beat his ass unmercifully. Like, <laughs> bro, they would... <laughs> I'm with you when you're right. Because nigga. Spike Dudley, Spike Dudley was just one of them niggas, bro, like, it's like, oh, this little nigga that's like a surplus character of like you say a tag team that's already established so we're gonna run spike out there they ask i want you when you write the only nigga to ever be in spike dudley weight class is garth from wayne's world my nigga like <laughs> that's his they, weight class right they there. might be the same nigga <laughs> exactly my nigga it's pretty much him garth from wayne's world and fucking <laughs> and, and ultimate spider-man them niggas is all three of them niggas is the same way is, bruh, I saw a match one which if it's two people I used to thoroughly enjoy watching them show up and just beat the shit out of somebody, my nigga, besides that nigga Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten, because them niggas come in the ring and they about to wreck shit. But <laughs> it's that nigga, and I hated him, but I used to love when I used to see that nigga just incredible and Lance Storm beat niggas up. Yeah. Them one day, my nigga, them niggas caught Spike Dudley, right? <laughs> I never forget this episode of ECW. When the episode come on, they in like the background, you know, where wrestlers like, you know, like all like the equipment and shit is. They in the back, the episode come on. They 
already beating his ass. We don't know how they got to this point. We just know, my nigga, it's Saturday night, ECW is on, my nigga, and this nigga Spike Dudley getting his teeth kicked out by these two niggas. <laughs> that nigga Joey Styles is so mesmerized and shit. He's like, we gotta go back to the ring. The match is starting. Rod Van Dam comes out, my nigga. Rod Van Dam's matches are not short, my nigga. They're very long. They're very involved because of all the things he likes to display in his match, my nigga, and what he gets out of his opponent. They come, the Rob Van Dam match is, Rob Van Dam wins, of course, because he's Mr. Fucking Monday Night at the time. They go back. These niggas is just in a new part of the back room still beating Spike Dudley the fuck up, my nigga. <laughs> I think I remember this episode. Yeah. Like Spike Dudley got his ass whooped like a billion times. The whole yeah. show. Like the show went off and Spike Dudley was still getting beat up. They beat that nigga. They beat that nigga ass from credits to credits, nigga. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they beat that nigga from the time the words came down to the time the words was going back up, my nigga. Like, my nigga, that nigga was out here getting hooked on right while that shit said an executive produced by that nigga was taking a shot. Like, it was bad. It was bad for that nigga. They strolled that no, no offense, my nigga. No offense, my nigga. You couldn't convince me that that nigga Spike Dudley wasn't trying to join the Crips with that ass when he took that night. <laughs> they took on the building on that one, my nigga. Hey, man. <laughs> Shout out Spike Dudley. Um, what, all right, a wild tweet of the day, and then we're going to get into closing thoughts. The tweet says, and I quote, if Viola Davis had a BBL, she'd be top 15. All right, nigga, I'm done. <laughs> nigga, hey, my nigga, I don't care. That, that tweet pulled up from 80, my nigga, but, but that shot going in, my nigga. <laughs> Viola Davis got a body, though, bro, like the BBL. <laughs> She's she already banging. In the least bit. In fact, they had to kind of make her ugly on How to Get Away with Murder when they would show her without the wig. Yeah. Bro, I used to, bro, they made her so ugly on How to Get Away with Murder. I literally call her Ugmo. Because that one scene they had where she was putting on her lipstick, pulling her wig off, crying. Bro, that might have been the ugliest I've ever seen. I haven't seen TV make a black woman look more ugly on purpose since Whoopi Goldberg in Color Purple. Do y'all remember... And this is me looking at one of the replies. Do y'all remember when Kurt Franklin tweeted? Because somebody, okay, somebody had asked Kurt Franklin if he was a top or a bottom. And Kurt Franklin said, so my black brother with blood still wet on the streets, this is the conversation you can pull from your heart to ask me. Yo, Kurt Franklin, bro. Yes. That's one of the, I might use that tomorrow. I might use that tomorrow. Is blood still on the streets? Blood and this is what you want to talk the... about. This Bro, is a conversation I... you bring from your heart to ask me. Am I the only nigga that, that's noticing that Kirk Franklin, as the years go by, is starting to is starting to naturally look more and more and more like a woman that's had plastic surgery? Kirk Franklin, through the years, as it goes more and more, he looks like his son. Him and Ply's got to stop playing on my top. Yeah, like I like just come out and tell me the truth at this point. Fair enough. Legit. And Viola Davis is just fine as hell in general. Like they hate no Viola. If she got a BBL, she would be top five, not 15. Exactly, my nigga. If Viola Davis get a BBL, my nigga, I'm paying whatever she asked for on that OnlyFans. Big facts. Big drink. <laughs> exactly, my nigga. How to get away with busting it. 
Closing vote. <laughs> I'll go first, man. That's fucking. Listen. <laughs> listen, my closing thoughts was not going to reflect none of the shit that we talked about on here because I like to just bring up some shit. However, I had a conundrum and an epiphany all in one on this episode because of the shit I had to go through. Traumatic being on the show sometimes. I'm going to say this, man. Y'all niggas, we're Russell Wilson niggas. All of us. Most of the niggas that listen to this show are Russell Wilson niggas. Ain't too many like hard-ass future niggas listening to podcasts because they're too busy getting pussy. I understand it. But let me tell y'all niggas what y'all got to do. Y'all got to stop protecting these thumb-in-the-butt niggas by saving these hoes, bro. Sierra is the scum of the earth. And what she does and you niggas hate the city girls. We hate the city girls. Most people would be like, oh, Sierra not a city girl. Bullshit. She's an original city girl. Because all she does is allow allow women to think, I'm going to be able to treat a nigga any kind of way and dog them out any kind of way I want. And then turn around and still get a good nigga. Nah, bitch, that's not how life works. You might have got Russell Wilson, but that's not how life works. Tomorrow, I got to take my test so that I can finally be officially certified to coach basketball. Uh, we got a game Friday, so to, to cutting it close, that's what I do. Um, and I got to take a test on the rules of basketball. The reason why I brought that up is because I, I know basketball and I know the rules. But you know what? Taking a little practice exam taught me, I don't know shit about basketball. So remember, y'all. You don't never know shit about nothing, even if you know something about something. That's it. So, um, honestly, I guess what I want to talk about in my final thought is something I experienced this weekend. I'm not going to get into the to the actual like event that happened, only because for the people who do listen to this, there's no way for me to tell y'all the events without ultimately revealing that person. But I'm going to tell you something about the difference between voluntary and involuntary ignorance. There are things you just don't know. You don't know that you don't know them. You don't know that you don't know them until you're confronted with having to know or needing the knowledge of something and realizing you don't have it. And that's fine. But there's also voluntary ignorance. There's a thing that people participate in to not know something for the express purpose of Alleviating, alleviating any culpability behind something. Here's what I'm going to say about that. I heard this quote on, I think on Boondock Saints. There's a lot of evil, but we must beware the indifference of good men. Mm. And what I mean by that is this. So we all live in this world. We all know we get it. We could, Trust me, we make fun of and sometimes just draw attention to how fucked up the world is that we live in. But what's more fucked up is that it's those of us out here. And I'm not telling anybody to go in there and risk your life or do something you're uncomfortable with. But there's plenty of us out here that in your normal community, in your normal day-to-day, you see and notice the opportunities you have to help somebody. You see and you notice the opportunities you have to make, honestly, the world a little bit better than how it was when you woke up this morning and you choose not to take them. And they may seem small now because you feel like on the grand scheme of things, they're inconsequential. But ultimately, you're failing these earlier tests so that when you really have the opportunity to change something dynamic, you won't be there. 
and you won't have the opportunity to do it. And then you live in the world and ask why things are a certain way or wonder why things won't change for the better, but don't want to participate in that change that you that, that you're expecting or you're hoping for. And that's unrealistic. That's fucking unrealistic. I've never I've never gone someplace to a perfectly still and wonder why I didn't have no money. But y'all participate in this voluntary ignorance of the world around you. And not no, you maybe you're not the person that can change everything for a whole community, but maybe all you can do is help one person. And the world, believe it or not, for you doing that is that much better of a place. Because that energy and that and that deed that you do goes out somewhere and it's reciprocated somewhere else. Stop expect stop expecting things to get better without you. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? I don't come home and expect the food to magically jump jump out of my fucking refrigerator and cook itself. I expect that it's going to be there for me to have the opportunity to prepare myself a fucking meal. And y'all are treating the opportunity to help others and reach out to your fellow man and participate in making the world that you want to see and you want to live in. Y'all missing it. And it's messed up. And I had somebody this week who unfortunately suffered greatly because of that. Because somebody saw them and they asked that person for help. Travis Scott concert. There's a young lady who's got a story out on Twitter who saw what was going on and she asked and she begged for help. And motherfuckers didn't want to participate but want to complain when shit, when some fucked up shit happened in a fucked up world that you chose to help facilitate and perpetuate. Okay. Drink your water because everything Uh else is Okay, I guess it's my turn. But I've been saying my my closing thoughts all day. Don't worry about who the messenger is. Pay attention to the message. Because if if you're worried about who the messenger is and you cannot receive the message, then I'm sorry, you'll never be able to receive the message nor be able to deliver that same message to another person who who might also need it as well. As always, be patient, be prayerful, do not panic. LQ, I'm out. All right. Great pod. You know, thank y'all again for another wonderful week for the books. We got we got one more episode before we go on Thanksgiving break. And as I always say, you know, keep your mental health in check, keep your physical health in check. Um, check on your people make sure that everybody's doing good you know um, and just be a helping hand where you can be a helping hand where you can I'll just simply simply leave it at that Um, as always you know what to catch us every Thursday Um, by the time you get this um, it'll be it'll be Thursday most of y'all gonna be off shout out to you know those of you who will and y'all got time to tune into this podcast but in the meantime you know um and also happy veterans day to you know all of the vets that we really have been you know serving but catch us on apple catch us on spotify um catch us anywhere where you get your podcast iHeartRadio, all that jazz and remember whenever you touch that dial like rate review share worship worship and like that, we out. Peace. Get off my car. Fuck you, took mine. Go nowhere.
You a hater, hater bear.